Hey, hi, how are you, and how is it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And we are joined by two very special guest friends. First, we're joined by Shannon. Ayo, it's me. And we're joined once again. (laughs) We are joined (laughs) once again by Danny. Hello there. (laughs) General (laughs) fucking Kenobi. I can't believe that nobody else has been replying to you with General Kenobi. Again, I've told you before, I work with people who are so, so young and don't know, you know, quality cinema and memes when they hear it. Yeah. Quality cinema that is Star Wars Episode 3. Okay. Of all the prequels, it is the best. I mean, yeah. And they provide the best quality of memes. And I have an unapologetic man crushing Ewan McGregor. Whatever. Sue me. I cannot. I mean, he's fucking hot. Apologize not to. Everyone here would agree. Yeah. I mean, he's crushing in that movie. I mean, we're going to be talking about all sorts of hot people in this episode anyway, but Brian, let's keep going. That's quite true. That's yeah. Like a very That's good well, point. so that is actually why so Danny's actually the one who brought the mummy and it was like simply like the mummy actually belongs to the bisexuals, so I can't. I needed this. We needed to at least be even, right? So that's why I had to bring Shannon on because it okay. is one of their favorite movies. You know, we so had, we had to, to, we had to get to make the ratio. You know, yeah. What belongs I mean? to the. <laughs> it was it was you, you the bisexual awakening for many people. I was gonna say yeah for for a lot of people in our generation, even me as a someone who identifies as straight. Yes. Uh, still just. Seeing so many posts and comments and everything, just people have been like, "Oh yeah, my sexual preference is the cast of The Mummy," and it just yeah. shows everyone <laughs> in their sexy poses, or you know, this character from like insert male or female character from the the first and second Mummy movies, yeah, is like my bisexual awakening, and it's just like you know what, nice. That makes generation. I see. It's a, it. it's a big awakening for everybody, and for a lot of us straight people, it just shakes the foundation just enough. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just Hold so on. You have the, the sand like, you know coming through those the ceilings. Sand, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? There are a lot of really good-looking people in this movie. Yeah. A lot of really good-looking people. People are good-looking. <laughs> exactly. Oh no. <laughs> I fully had my bisexual awakening to this movie and then didn't realize it until many years later oh. and was like, oh, that's where it all That's started. why I watched The Mummy on repeat. That's I why I wore out the VHS. Every week. Yeah, it was bad. Well, I mean, it was great. Something kind of interesting uh, before we jump too far into it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Uh, the actress who plays Anaxana Moon, uh, Patricia Velasquez, uh, mm-hmm. apparently like during filming like most of her life uh, she identified as bisexual and then it wasn't until I want to say around 2015 or so that she came out as lesbian and everyone's like you know applauding you know good for her good for like you know identifying as how you want to be and then because the mummy fan club is the like pretty much one of the top tier meme providers it was yes. showing her the very beginning <laughs> All painted up and whatnot. It's like no other man is allowed to touch her. Right below, she comes out as lesbian. Then it shows Gandalf. I bet you think that was very clever. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> um, yeah, before before even we get into that much, yes. A few quick mentions. We, I, it doesn't really have anything to do with the mummy. I don't know how we got on a we got on a family AI kids movie theme. 
for the for the day. So we did uh, Smart House, The Mitchells versus the Machines, and a Goofy movie. Wait, Goofy movie doesn't Goofy actually movie have AI, AI no. in it. But we were close. We were close. Correct me if um, I'm wrong. Wasn't Katie Seagal in Smart yes. House? Yeah. Yes, she was. In fact, the Smart House. She it's, was the Smart House. I am only going to know her as temp as a. Shit, I forgot her character's the, name from Sons of Anarchy, but oh, yes. yes, the mom. I didn't know she was yes. in there. I just felt like I was watching Futurama. It was. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh that makes Lila. sense. I yeah. forgot Lila, she's Lila. Yeah, yeah. and I she just, can also we sing really it, you well hear too. The voice and you don't see yeah, anyone, and you're like, wait. Uh, that I'm makes sorry, Shannon. Yeah. Repeat that. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh yeah, yeah. You just in in Smart House, you hear Katie Seagal, but you don't see her for like most of the movie. So it's like, is that? Is, is Leela in the background? Leela is in the <laughs> like, background. what's happening? Uh, Smart House, not a good movie, but super fun with <laughs> with, with a couple of pals. The Mitchells versus the Machines was actually maybe Ghost Skull Aliens. So you know? really? Like, like, amazing, amazing kids movie. Don't know how that got completely passed over. Uh, goofy movie, still still quite good. Um, I, won't, I won't get into I my whole spiel on that right I've now. I don't think I've seen a Goofy movie in, I want to say, maybe 15, 16 years. Oh, it's like it's go. not even an hour I, and a half. It's okay, a clean yeah. watch. You like, can burn. I know. Through. Yeah, but it's cute. It's cute. But, but young, younger me growing up was horrified of the beginning because like, oh, everything's fun. And all sure. of a sudden, <laughs> oh, <my dad>. oh, yeah. <laughs> this is horrifying. <laughs> Don't. That was a horror scene. I know. That's why we're mentioning it. I was, it, it was all horror it scared films. the shit out of me. <laughs> Never saw Mitchell's versus the machines. I understand it's a recent in uh, recent movie. So I don't know. Smart House, I was like, okay, I can kind of see why we're bringing this up, but that's, that's a, a horror weird. film. And then you just said a goofy movie. I went, stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, goofy. Danny goofy no. literally just said like, he was, quote, horrified. I'm, when I was how, three what else makes a horror film? That's pretty fair. Anything that has something scary in it, we can reference as a mention. Awesome. Hey, hey Bigfoot's in that. Bigfoot's in this it. This is a good. This is a good segue. This is a good segue because Jorge was like, "We're gonna do the Mummy," and I was like, "I have to be there first of all, and second of all, wait, is that a horror movie?" And then I was like, "Yeah, it it is a horror movie." Tech like Jorge persuaded me as we were watching it, but I did not think of that as a horror movie when I was a kid. Like I didn't watch any horror when I was yeah. a kid. So, but when you roll back the clips, you start looking at it, and you're like, "This is absolutely a horror film." Like, oh, there's no yeah. other way around it. It has I mean, horrific elements. It literally has body horror in it. Yes. How many? They I mean, they also clean it up a little bit for the kids. They do like some of the like the the physical comp. Like the guy gets the body humor, the body horror, and then he literally like runs face first into a wall and falls over. And kids love that, dude. That's why kids can also watch this. Movie. I would go into why that scene is horrifying. Just like, when we'll we get, get yeah, we'll get we'll get all up into it. Uh, if um, I could do one little uh, recommend as well. Uh, because again, I'm finally getting back Do to it. the theaters after so freaking long. Uh, this month for January, uh, I guess the horror uh, horror esque. Uh, I did see horror. Scream 2022 or oh. Scream Five or Five Cream, as people want to be all about that. <laughs> oh, easily. Uh, if I would, if I were to rate it on our rating system, it teeters between Ghost Skull Alien and a very high Mister Cool. I love uh, that. Again, I go off because I use like the IMDb stuff, like blank out of ten, whatnot. I gave it a nine. Sure. Yeah, loved it. It was so faithful to Wes uh, Wes Craven and his legacy, and it was mm-hmm. done by the same directing team who did 2019's Ready or Not, which was like Ooh. my number six Ooh. favorite movie nice. of 2019. Okay. 
Ready or not is very good. I saw them like this. This is going to be great. Saw it's it. It's an easy Mr. Cool. Loved it. And then I think the following week I watched Nightmare Alley, the newest Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. And with Bradley Cooper and a couple yeah, of Cape Blanchett, I think. A couple of I would give it a smiley face. I gave it a 6 out of 10 because okay. it's shot well. It's well acted. It's For me, it's kind of like uh, American, like, I guess like the American hustle effect where everyone's like, oh, this movie's the hype machine. Yeah. It's so good. I'm like, okay, well, the acting's good, this and that, but I, like, I'm just not following it. I'm just yeah. not really feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Sometimes and it also, really it's, it's like two and a half hours long and you feel the runtime. Oh, no. Like, I, I hate that. I can't stand that. dragging. I'm just yeah. like, and at the very end, it's kind of like, oh, well, now I'm in a, shitty ass food when compared to (laughs) his previous movie shape of water which i absolutely love i love shape of water yeah people call it the fish banging movie or grinding nemo whatnot (laughs) i don't care what's wrong with that i I love the shape of water (laughs) i'm so glad it won the awards it got yeah Um, absolutely i I do also want to mention there's a there's a remake to the mummy 2017 Um, we don't talk about the movie the movie the movie is at least nauseous, if not pukey. Yeah. It's, it's one of the first yeah. ones they didn't film. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the trailer <laughs> to the remake of The Mummy 2017. There's a oh. version where they cut the music and the sound effects. Yes! You just hear <laughs> what they're doing, and you you hear Tom Cruise's scream when the plane is falling, and it's so fucking funny, dude. He's just like, ah! <laughs> it's really good. They had to, like, alter oh. it. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. So as for what we're actually doing today, which is The Mummy 1999, starring mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser and Rachel Wise, you can catch on HBO Max. Uh, Brian, what would you rate that? I I mean, I would ooh. give it a ooh. ghost ooh. skull alien. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I eat this movie up for fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Are you fucking kidding me? I. It's so one of those sick. ones where it is <laughs> like... It. There is no, I believe, individual part that can be analyzed yeah. where it's like would actually be Ghost Skull Alien. <laughs> and yeah. But at the end of the day, you're like, sorry, bitch, it's pulp. We're doing it as Ghost Skull Alien. Um, also, everybody's incredibly hot in that. Uh, sh- Shannon. Okay, so I I spoke on my background with this with this movie, which is that I watched it like once a week for a very long time as a as a child, and uh, I like the way that Melanie just described it. I'm gonna give it a ghost call alien, obviously. Okay. Melanie described it the other day as we were watching it, and it was her first time seeing it, and she turned to us like 30 minutes into the movie and just goes, "Oh, so it's camp," and we were like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, yes." You couldn't get that from the beginning. <laughs> No, it was like it was like it was right from the on. beginning, but she had not okay, watched good. the movie yeah. before. And that is Melanie, who runs our Instagram, by yeah. the way. Hello, Melanie. Damn, Hi, Melanie. Melanie. Um, what would you give it? <laughs> what would I give it? Well, I'm teetering between Ghost Skull Alien and a very high Mr. Cool because I see. And the, I one it. of the reasons I mm-hmm. I recommended this movie because initially I wanted to do Shaun of the Dead, but it wasn't mm-hmm. available here. Thanks, U.S. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just like, okay, 
I don't want everyone who listens to me on an episode think like, oh, it's Dan. Oh, it's going to be some high-thinking, artois filmmaking <laughs> kind of... Oh, the film brilliantness. Oh, the composition of the shot as the mummy reorganizes itself really means that... No, no. To be fair, please. the lighthouse was quite good, though, and I am still thinking about it. Oh, I, I know. It is. But it's just like, hey... I like fun, campy, schlocky stuff too. Hell, I own the first three Transformers on Blu-ray, and those are absolute guilty pleasures wow. of mine. I love that. That's I just recently, <laughs> I just recently finished my annual rewatchings of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. I love both of those. <laughs> That's how you make a fun movie. Everybody hating on Batman and Robin. Come on, y'all. Where's your sense it's, of adventure? It's bad, Jorge. It's I so like forever. Good. I like forever. I think there's actual merit to forever, even though it's fucking insane. Kiss from a rose. Batman and Robin. I do not like. No. <laughs> like I said in the Scorsese episode, you get your friends together and have the alcohol flowing. Which, by the way, always drink responsibly. Batman for Batman and Robin is yes. easily the funniest <laughs> two you. hours of your life. Am yes, I it's very silly. Again? God damn it! But okay. Right now, rating wise, rating wise, uh, I am teetering between a Ghost Skull Alien and a Mister Cool, just because, like, yeah, because I, I grew up with this movie, uh, we all did, but it sparked my love of Egyptian mythology and all sorts of that mm. kind of cool stuff. But there are also some times where it's like, oh, this this is kind of this is kind of corny, and but still, it's it's a movie that I love. I will defend wholeheartedly. So by the end of this episode, I will lay in my official ruling of Mr. Cool or Ghost Skull Alien. So we'll, Very good. we'll go from cool. there. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, uh, as far you? as warning. Oh, I gave, I gave it. I gave a Ghost Skull Alien. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, as far as the that. warnings for it go, um, it there's nothing in there. Direct. There's no like direct warnings in there except for. No, every all the animals end up fine. If you don't like bugs, you're probably not gonna like. like yeah, it. If you have if like you don't a like bug like phobia. Um, I was gonna say they're not the most like modern with their treatment towards like Egyptian people or culture. You know, it's a little exploitative. I mean, like when you if you know like old like how old real Pulp Fiction is, you know that it is it is highly problematic in its treatment of like indigenous people and other yeah. cultures and all that. <laughs> kind of, um, yeah. Yeah, so that is like I'm not I'm not trying to get around that. That for sure is there, right? Um, just look at the, how they treat the diggers in this movie, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, and that the fact that like all the Egyptologists are white, you know? <laughs> um, which I understand there are many white Egyptologists also but, for its yeah. own reasons, right? <laughs> um, yeah, but like so I'm I want to acknowledge that. I I am still able to, to enjoy the movie. Unfortunately, it's still a great movie. Yeah, I still can't get enough of it. I'm sorry. I I apologize. That's my bad. What are you? <laughs> uh, as for the vibe, hey. it is it is super fun. Pulp. It does not take itself seriously whatsoever. You know, I you know I personally don't like shit that takes place in the desert. I always think it's like slow and boring. 
Surprisingly, this one does not hit me like that. Not slow or boring in this Got at like- all. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, one thing I was worried about, I was worried about Jorge being like, oh, but it's the desert, and it's sand, and it's coarse, and rough, and irritating, and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And I'm just like, okay, but you also watched Cannibal Holocaust. Hey, that's That took true. place in a rainforest. It was a jungle. Still, it's <laughs> like, oh, but I don't, it's like, mummy, can't be sloppy stuff. And everything else that happened in that movie. We, yes. So. A lot going on with that movie. We talk. Yes. I will say, if you ever take me to the beach, they better have a shower there or something, because I'm not getting back in the car with my Sandy, <laughs> my Sandy self. It is too uncomfortable. We better be walking distance from the beach. Um, yes. Anything else Ooh. for vibe? There's a fair amount of humor in it. The uh, the horror yeah. parts like this this was one of the one of the things is like is it actually a horror film because it's definitely not like the prime genre right the prime genre would be like pulper action mm-hmm. I think it's family friendly it's yeah. like if you're if you don't want to show your kid a horror movie you could still show them this it's old like, school like nineties family friendly though where yeah. like horrific yes. things are still happening <laughs> and they're like kids can handle it's it Indiana Jones family friendly <laughs> literally yes, yeah, yeah kids very look it over much. There. Yeah. it is it is it is like Indiana Jones but with more horror elements yeah like you're gonna see yeah, you're gonna see some skellies you're gonna see some body horror uh, yeah. There's just a few things like the guy gets his eyes and his tongue removed and like you see the inside of his eye sockets, you know, mm-hmm. like there's just like screams and shit all over the place. There's bugs everywhere. There's zombies and shit running there's around like, in people, which is really yeah, fucking yeah. it's disgusting. to me. It's fucking horror and there's no way around it, to some degree. <laughs> Again, the best. I Yeah, it's. You could say like, oh, it's a swashbuckling Indiana Jones esque adventure sprinkled with horror elements in there mm-hmm. um, I would give it like Temple of Doom like there's some yes, serious scary yes. stuff but it is ultimately like an adventure with some laughs. yeah because you well, kept saying you kept saying too. like For Indiana true. Jones like Raiders of the Lost Ark which is like almost there but it's just, like even that one's like they just that's where I would say like they have horror elements you know mm-hmm. but like yes. Temple of Doom where the more of the main structure is like really a horror thing yeah mm-hmm. right there's a difference yes. there uh Whether before, oh god! No, I was gonna say the the one thing I want to start adding is every time mentioning whether they should watch it first. It does not. It does not matter if you watch this movie first. It's almost twenty three years old at this point, people. Also, yeah, and it's it's not one that is like fun for its narrative. You know, it's just like a good fucking time. (laughs) We're here for the sexy people, damn it. Yeah, Yeah, it will probably be more fun if you have seen it. You know, yeah, to listen. Always, that's always the case. But this is one you can you can get away with listening. Absolutely. So, are we ready to pop open that spoiler configuration? Absolutely. We we went to some mysterious, uh, vaguely named city, and we had a guy sell us this weird box, and we're in our creepy room, sensually thumb-circling to open the spoiler configuration. Throw that doily on that soggy mattress. <laughs> Those doilies are so old. There's so, so many, many doilies. doilies, dude. Nobody's gone in to clean up the room. Nobody's I think one's the- crawling around the floor now. Probably. So, going into this movie, there's the first thing I noticed no. is that there are. It takes a while to get into the actual like plot, like the. It's all plot, but like there they are get, two flashbacks for the movie to <laughs> actually start. There's like a few rounds of exposition that they do. Like mm-hmm. the, the first yes. is like they give you the full with visuals, like what happened to Emotep and the Pharaoh and Anaxa Moon, and I also will say. Anybody who used to watch this movie has never forgotten Emotep, 
Anox the Moon. Yes. Or, uh, oh, God. Oh, God. I said <laughs> it so many this? times. I forgot. Yeah, the name of the first. No. Hominoptera. 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 Yeah. Yeah, immediately. I said it so many times and I was like, I've never forgot it. (laughs) No, that's what I was going to say. My favorite thing is this movie fucking, it does its whole, like, you know, all the intro stuff and it's showing these things. The first words you hear is Oded Fair going, Thebes. And I'm like, that's the sickest thing I've ever heard in my life. This is, you have the voice of an angel. I want to fucking die. I'm good. Checkmate. We're good. You're like, (laughs) very good, like, obvious. We need to tell you this stuff so we can get to the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like we're, we're yeah. compressing a lot of information because it goes from oh hey here's the pharaoh here's Imhotep here's sexy Patricia Velasquez here are a bunch of dudes painted in gold wait why is the pharaoh here why'd you rub her shoulder when you kn-? like that that one <laughs> thing drives me it's like no man no other man's allowed to touch her that's why she's covered pretty in up, yeah. pretty much like Egyptian gold finger paint yes and, yeah and it's like so they- oh. We, we do, like, the, the whole, like, face-off, hand-over-the-face thing, start frenching, and it's like, you know you're not, why are you rubbing yeah. your thumbs in? <laughs> ah, I, I understand the heat of the moment, but it's like... He's so he, in love! He, but you can't well, so I don't think They weren't expecting... So, yes, here's what's happening. Ferrosetti, <laughs> who uh, has, as a wife, I guess, that's a little ambiguous. Mistress, the moon. I believe. Mistress. She was Mistress, going to yeah. be his wife. Gotcha. Uh, he has an ox and moon. She's not allowed to be touched by any other men, but his priest, Emotep, is sleeping with her. And so the mm. beginning scene is them like starting to get it on. And he has all these little gold boys, which are just yeah. like people in diapers, <laughs> basically, completely painted in gold. Yeah. They're priests, yeah. <laughs> Who uh, disguise themselves as statues in order to hang out in the room and then close the door so that Emotep and an ox and moon yeah. can, bang. can bang. I think they're like mostly there to off. watch them bang. Uh, they're definitely not <laughs> expecting Ferroseti to show up, and then when he does, they all have to like Emotep has to hide, and Seti comes in, and he's like, oh. "What are all your gold boys doing here?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is weird. And he looks at Dr. Moon, and somebody's like, "He's like literally somebody just touched your shoulder." Yeah. <laughs> like Danny told me, like that's why I should put the paint on so that people know that I know when somebody touches you. Uh, and then she immediately stabs him, and Emotep's like, "We gotta, we gotta fucking boogie," but all of uh, the pharaoh's guards show up and she's like you gotta go balloons. so you can <laughs> so you can uh resurrect me uh i'll you. stay here and not really slow them down at all but that's that's cool uh and then they go off and then he starts re summoning her from the dead because he's got evil uh priest powers and wait but- you totally skipped out on how she fucking stabs herself in the gut she did dude. stab herself it was yeah. so cool you don't even it's it's one of those scenes yeah, that we talk iconic. about where it's off screen. It's just the, the fucking silhouette. shadow. Yes, yeah. you see the silhouette. So cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They also do that for the killing of Seti the first, and it is borderline hilarious how much they stab the shit out of him. Like, cool. it's just like big old Anox and a moon stab, big old Imhotep stab, very <laughs> big Anox and a moon stab. He like just swings across. It's like, like Braveheart about to cleave somebody in two at Sterling, <laughs> just like, oh, Seti! Yeah, like. <laughs> I can't remember when it is, but I feel like they use the shadow thing again later. They do in the movie. it at yes, the a couple end. times, yes. Yeah, they well they, they especially do it at the end when the zombie pharaoh guards are killing yeah. zombie and ox in the moon. Mm-hmm. At the That's at the the, so the command funny. of Jonathan. Yeah. So yeah. That, it's it's a family friendly movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, except for they show a lot of other stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, but there's like, another even, one. Even like what you were saying about the exposition at the beginning, right? It's like it's it's telling you everything very directly, but it's even like so even a child can pay attention to it, you know, yes. and just like let the words wash over you, and you're like, yeah, That's they're cool. doing that, and yep, this all connects in my little kid brain. <laughs> I kept definitely works. mentioning it because you keep getting things that are like, yeah, that's awesome, and then you're like, oh, and that one's for the kids. I can see it. <laughs> I can see that one's for the children. There's people that you're watching Rick O'Connell be hanged. Like it, they have so much in there that is like not for children. They're like, but that one's for the kids. Well, but also like, right. Cause you were saying, you know, they, Imhotep steals an Moon's body. They yes. pretty much hightail it to Hamanoptera. They're all doing their chant thing. Spear rises out of the water. Everything stops. And it's like, Oh, we stopped them in time. Okay. All of his priests are getting mummified alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which, like, at this age, you know what mummification is. You know how bad it is. Alive is not the way they do it, so it's bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you still see like dudes like wrapped up that are still twitching. Like, how? Because they're supposed to, you know, they like rip your brains out of your nose because the actual's like, yeah, you don't need that. We're gonna take these organs, put them oh. in jars, take your heart out, so Osiris can put it on their scale. Not like. Oh, okay, so it's just... So it's like Braveheart. We're just going to cut you open, take out yeah. this stuff, take out that, wrap you up. Then Emotep, he's in, supposed to endure, what's it, the, the home The hum die. Yes. Home Which, like, they cut your tongue off, they wrap you up, they scratch all the stuff off your sarcophagus, and then just to add salt to this eternal wound, we're just going to... to injury. Just, just <laughs> dump a bucket full of scarabs, which just, like... I hate the scarabs. They're so even consumed. Even the even now, as a fucking adult, I still have like the echo of the shivers I would get (laughs) when the fucking like the scare. Those scarabs just rip him from like the outside in. But most of the scarabs in this are seen inside, moving around inside the person Mm -hmm. eating. Mm -hmm. I was fucking traumatized from that. Like. I don't know if you guys have been on the mummy ride at Universal yes. Studios, but yeah, there's definitely a part where like you're there's supposed to be like the scarabs everywhere and they do the thing where they like blow air into yeah. the ride and you're Ugh. like, oh no. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> Emotep, by the way, is played by Arnold Vosloo, who most famously, like literally, if you Google his name, the fifth <laughs> thing that comes up is Arnold Vosloo Billy Zane because everybody gets him confused. <laughs> oh, no! Like you type in just his name, nothing else. Billy Zane like pops up. They're Damn like, it. we think he looks like Billy Zane. Oh, well, you can. He... It's kind of obvious in this movie that he's not Billy Zane, but like when you you can play the game where you show somebody a picture and you're yeah. like Billy Zane or Vosloo, dude. <laughs> And it's hard. It is hard. I, I'm i glad that you said that because I literally looked at the IMDb page for it and was like, feels like there's a name missing here. Feels like one of these is wrong. And it's because no. I was like, where's Billy's age? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, was a serious actor. So sad. All right, yeah. Cinema Boys. Do you know Do you know what he, what, what, why should we know him better? No, you uh, should know him from The Mummy. <laughs> The Mummy. Because <laughs> uh, he was a very years, serious actor in The Mummy. A couple years after The Mummy, he was in one Agent Cody Banks. Oh, oh. nice. He was in the He Dark had hair Man in that movies. one, so you may not have recognized him. I'm He's seeing, I'm seeing Blood shit. Diamond and G.I. Joe, The yes. Rise of Cobra. He was Zartan in oh, yes. G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Great. So, by Steven so, Summers, the director the of ser- these two movies. Yes, that's fucking hilarious. I love Damn. that. And Van Helsing. Oh, it has a few merits here and there. 
I am you good get with vampire Nelson. chicks, but that's just, just, just let me have my moments, okay, Brian? We'll get, I know, I know. We'll I know. get Devin on to do Van Helsing. He'll love to do that one. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I also like Van Helsing, by the way. You can't you can't put that many different monsters and have bipedal werewolves without me not liking it at least a little bit. Come on. Yeah, and Hugh Jackman just being like, "Oh, I'm shredded now." Just make my werewolf just the beefiest brick shit house you can imagine. <laughs> beefy fucking werewolf. Anyways, the, yes. this curse that they do on Emotep, where I also I love the scene where they're holding his tongue out and somebody passes by right is about to, they're about to cut it. Yeah, out. it's a con. The whole movie's iconic. The for curse the that kids. they do, it's the only. <laughs> well, the, the person passing by is for the kids. You know? Yes. The only reason that they don't. This is the first time they ever. I think this is the only time. It's implied the only time that they ever do this curse on anyone because yes. when you do this curse to someone. They are like alive down there, and if they're ever uncovered, they will rise with like the power of all the plagues of Egypt and be like a god and plague upon Earth. That's so they're the like, we probably ever. shouldn't do that one, but he did sleep with Pharaoh's girl, so he hated that and guy murdered so the Pharaoh. Much. Oh, yeah. that's I keep yeah. forgetting that he murdered, <laughs> murdered the, murder the Pharaoh. I mean, yeah, okay, murder is one thing. But desecrating the sanctity of that relationship, my God. Have you no soul? Cleave them in half all you want, but my God, man. They were about to get married, okay? They were about to right seal there. the deal. Yes. So well, they, they, they There's, they there's more backstory than like, returns, but that's another episode. That's yeah. a, Yes, yeah, I was going to say. We saved it. that because there's enough to talk about in this as an episode, and yes. I want to do... <laughs> There's a lot to talk about with Mummy Return. So they finish that, and they're like, whoa, the mummy. And they, yeah. they have all like the wrappings fall off the title screen of the mummy. All the letters for the mummy were like wrapped in, in, in like mummy wrap, and they're all like. Um, <laughs> so that's so kind of cool. And then we get into another thing where it's like, is this the movie? And it's no, not quite yet. It's actually three years before when the movie actually starts. And it's Rick O'Connell played by Brendan Fraser in his Ooh. hot period before so he got different. Post George of the Jungle. Do you not know what happened to him, dude? Uh, Jorge, I, he is a I very he, actual I know he tragic had a, a nasty divorce and like he had a nasty divorce and he was he's he was part of the Me Too thing. He was sexually uh, was he sexually assaulted? Yes, by the, he was propositioned and sexually assaulted by an executive, and then he refused and then got blackballed because of it. Like I that's why know. the whole drought is there. And then he obviously had his bad divorce at a very horrible time, and and yeah, that's the whole and, thing. Went through multiple surgeries because these movies, this and The Mummy Returns, beat the shit out of him. Yeah. He had have, he like broke his back, had rib problems. Yeah. I think neck problems, so many things. And just like, if you've, if anybody, if for you or the audience are wondering why at this time there's been like a big like resurgence of people all hype for Brendan Fraser, it's because of all this happening to him. And now he's been in a bunch of, highly acclaimed movies he's gonna be in a darren aronofsky movie this year he's mm-hmm. gonna be in killers of the flower moon and everyone's just like just yes i'm so we happy want him to too. be back to where yes. he was before yeah. everybody fucking loved him back then mm-hmm. if you want to support him do. right now if you want to support him right now you can go watch doom patrol on hbo max right after you watch i this do want to watch doom patrol shows really also good. i've seen like watch four monkey bone dude really watch monkey bone yes if yes. we're if we do this there's no like <laughs> Given an infinite amount of time, I there's no chance you'd ever be able to stop me from doing Monkey Bone. I don't care who I got. Monkey Bone's a horror. I love Monkey Bone. I haven't seen Monkey Bone, although I will say, you know, if you want to support him as other stuff, George the Jungle. I watched it when I went home on leave uh, a few months back. Still holds up, although apparently I was talking to my sister about 
about a bunch of stuff, like, especially getting stuff ready for this episode. She said, oh, in interviews, he hated talking about uh, how he looked in George of the Jungle because uh-huh. apparently it was just, he just felt awful because yeah. he, was, he wasn't like a brick shithouse, but it was like super lean. It's like, my yeah. diet was this. I can only do this much stuff. And mm-hmm. exactly for, for a lot of stuff for, especially in superhero movies, which has come out more in the last few years, you know, everyone has to have that scene of them, no shirt on, just veins popping, everything just like, yeah. look at how like big I got. Mm-hmm. But the reason Danny casually like showing that. off his actual muscles, by the way, on the Zoom <laughs> call, real no big deal. Let's don't worry see. about it. But those are all natural. <laughs> we, I was that's for true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just because you know you don't have to worry about PT tests and. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's one so thing true. that, like Henry Cavill and Hugh Jackman, all of them said, "Oh wow. yeah, like, to get that look, we couldn't drink water for like a day and a half." Oh Henry God. Cavill on The Witcher uh, passed out in the hot tub scene in the first season. Literally yeah. fucking passed out because he was so fucking dehydrated and like, oh. he, yeah, no blood in him. Yeah, he had no blood I in his body. I don't understand the no water thing. It makes you. It, it makes you everything beat out and veined, and you look good. Like, yeah, like, for, like there's a reason why you know bodybuilders and whatnot when they go for competitions when they're posing they look like they're about to pass out because not only are they flexing their eyes out they're just like. Uh, I need lots of so bad. They have, oh they just God. have no water and all oil. Like it's just really bad ratio on their system. That's horrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Natalie Dormer was the first one to call people out on that. Mm-hmm. Natalie Dormer? Yeah, because she, because somebody was talking to her about oh, all the stuff, she, like all the nudity that she had to do in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, it's one thing, but here's here's this aspect as well. Here's That's another side cool. that people aren't yeah. talking about. I should say. Damn. Damn. Nice job. Natalie. Either way. Brent, also, uh, another thing that my sister. Frazier, sorry. How did he look in uh, Encino Man? Was he ripped in that? I don't remember. I feel like he looked good, but not like. I don't think he was like. Fuck. George of the Jungle is the exception because he's yeah, fucking. That's I remember. I re- like, my child brain remembers how ripped he was. That like. was your secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, shouts out Dudley Do Right because Alfred Molina is snidely whiplash Alfred in that. Alfred fucking awesome, and he's hilarious. Alfred Molina's in George of the Jungle? No, he's in no, Dudley, Dudley Do-Right. Do-Right. Okay. Thomas Hayden Church, a.k.a. Sandman, is in George of the Jungle. I do remember that. Yes, he yeah. is. Damn. Wow. Well, how is Good Fra- fucking call. <laughs> Bernard Fraser just ships in the night with everybody in No Way Home, basically. <laughs> Damn, they gotta get him. Brendan Fraser in the next Spider-Man. Let's oh, do it. Please. We'll see. One last thing before we move on to actual plot points. But uh, before we started, I asked <laughs> my sister if she wanted to do any notes because she loves mm-hmm. this movie as well. And uh, she's like, from the female gaze perspective, let's all acknowledge that Brendan Fraser is a sexy hero and everyone is thirsty for him. <laughs> and in, but in this and the Mummy Returns, he never takes his shirt off because he just has that natural charm charisma yeah. and doesn't have to be Damn. look at my popping pectorals even in the so the next time we see him after this little um this little flashback this little three years earlier thing uh he's in jail and he's got all the big he's got really big long hair he's all like scruffed up and that you would think would be like the perfect time of like let's do a shirtless yeah. like he's been working oh he's so grungy and different mm-hmm. he's just he's got the sh- sleeves ripped off of his yeah shirt, no sleeves but he's yeah. still wearing like it i'm like oh that's cool good 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 i'm very happy about that. i think it all a lot of his hotness comes from his facial expressions in this yeah he's, got, he's just got that yeah. charm going on and the, and also the little the little floppy piece of hair mm-hmm. the 90s <laughs> the like the like johnny depp like mm-hmm. fucking haircut yes. oh. Oof. Oof. now he plays rick o'connell who it's this is it's kind of 
he's part of some military troop, right? The, the like, French Foreign Legion. Is that what it is? Yes. We. Oui. Do they ever actually say that in the oui. movie? Well, that's what the French Foreign Legionnaires would wear during the time. Sort of an implied one without specific. And also, <laughs> like before the fight starts, Brendan Fraser speaks French to the troops, which I mean, oh. Brendan Fraser would do that because he's American and Canadian. So. Cool. I did not realize. Yeah. I, w- I was wondering about the military the whole time this because they're all over the place, but they never ever say like what they're doing there, or who they're with, or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the the people that Brendan Fraser were with that was the French Foreign Legion. I don't know who, who they were fighting. Yeah. Who they were fighting? But I want to say maybe the people, the the forces that were there in Egypt were probably the British because of that older pilot. Who's like you know, yes. a big part of that's the right. of His Majesty's United Royal Air Force. Yeah, that's why the say, uniforms that they British. wore were traditionally worn by uh, British troops at that time when they were in, I guess, what they consider like an exotic location. You know, the big mm-hmm. like explorer looking helmet thing and yeah. all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Sean so yeah. with his stupid helmet. I love it. <laughs> anyway, you sorry. you kind of have to work it out. But Rick O'Connell's there with like a like a troop of whatever military unit he's with, who is like. Believe, like found out some information in Hominoptera and like left and like went to go do this thing and they're fighting some other force that also wants treasure from Hominoptera. Uh, they get into a big fight. Everybody gets killed basically. Mm-hmm. Rick O'Connell is like about to be killed and then uh, everybody gets spooked off because mummy shit starts happening and he goes off into the desert. Awesome. <laughs> it's it awesome. Great. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the Magi who are the descendants of the guards of the Pharaoh who are still yes. guarding over Emotep and they're standing Magi. on the cliff just watching the whole thing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> he did, Brian did the, 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 <laughs> the lady. I, I, <laughs> tip tip your did, hat. They, they pronounced it Magi like the yes. whole time though. Yes. Also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wanted to say I, it. I see. I see. <laughs> All uh, I thought about, I was just, damn it, I'm going to do this joke, aren't I? And <laughs> somebody's sure. like, oh, should we kill him? And the main guy who's, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Oded he- Fair. Or no, that's the actor. Ardeth. Ardeth is the character's name. Yeah. Ardeth Bay, played by Oded Fair. I see that. Who also very hot. Uh, oh, yeah. He's like, the uh, the desert will kill him, basically. And they let him go. And we're like, cool. So is, is this the movie? They're like, no, three years later. Now we're getting to it. <laughs> Then we get to my awakening of librarians. <laughs> oh no, that's my favorite. This is this is actually this is a boy movie for me. Rachel Wise, that I didn't I did not grow what? the same appreciation from her librarians that everybody else did here. Well, you know? that's, oh, no, that's just not. a joke. But as in the library scene, you know, she's you know the whole. Oh, I'm just here doing my library Jeez. things, you know, trying to get knowledge in the field. And, so oh, silly. no, I've caused a whole domino of bookshelves to fall over. Now I, I'm so down on my luck. My favorite bookshelves part. are set up in a circle, so when they get they getting all, knocked over, they all oh, get knocked over. Which is very they, satisfying they, to watch because they're all actual bookcases that all actually fall. It like is extremely <laughs> satisfying to watch, and that one's also for the kids. I hope they did that in yeah. one shot. It, it, That's all well, I can I, say. I hope they didn't have to do multiple like, takes. I'm not picking up those books. I think okay, Rachel, pick up the books now. Maybe two or three times. Maybe I'm so, not yeah. sure. I don't have IMDb open, but it it wasn't you know like do it in the first take. Oh sweet, we got it. it's like like something fell the wrong way or something didn't have the impact <sighs> yeah. it was supposed to. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I imagine adjust the, the bookshelf slightly. Just yes. the last bookcase didn't fall. Yeah, exactly. Dun, dun. 
God damn it. <laughs> All right, Rachel, start picking up those books. By herself, she has this whole crew behind the camera. Just no. You, you pushed do the it. shelf wrong, Rachel. Jesus Christ. My favorite part of that is her, she gets stuck like standing pretty much full vertically on the ladder. So she's not like anywhere, and that's what caused her to spill. But she's doing that. And as we understand, there's very clearly someone in the next room within a level of earshot. And she just goes, help. As quiet, <laughs> almost as quietly as possible. Like, she wants to knock it over. Like, she does not want actual help. But she's very timid and shuts. help. And I'm like, that's so she funny. Probably I probably knocked that. all like, the wind out of her. Yeah, like. <laughs> holding on to that little ladder. Just kind of like, t- uh, struck with fear or something like that. It's like, yeah, oh, like, God. <laughs> It's just, I just love it compared to, like, how big she's been already, like, talking to herself about all this stuff and, like, the Bembridge Scholars shit. And then she's, hell. And I'm like, god damn it, Rachel. God damn it, Evie. Yeah, she does a good job of, like, her character is clearly, like, you know, being stuck in a man's world and advocating for herself, but not, like, having fully gained all the strength required yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, they do a good job of that, like, right at the beginning where the guy who's, like, yelling at her for having knocked over all the bookcases, he's like, why do I even put up with you? And she's like, for all these many, well, many very uh, impressive reasons. I'm the reasons. only qualified person that <laughs> resides in this building. She's, and also, basically, fuck you. And he's like, no, actually, fuck you. It's because I liked your parents. And it's like, wow, you're really <laughs> just, come on. Her confidence, dude. Like, yeah, she's doing out cool. here. I do. The parents thing is an interesting thing because I was just looking this up. And apparently, so her name's Evelyn Carnahan. Mm -hmm. And apparently she is named, like, in reference to Lady Evelyn Carnivon, who was the daughter of an amateur Egyptologist, Lord Carnivon, who, the reason that's named that way, one, I like the whole parents thing, because I'm like, oh, this is the daughter of the person. But um, they were both at the opening of the Tomb of Tutankhamun in 1922. So that's why she's named. Yeah, apparently that was the whole thing. That King Tut? Damn. Yes. That the big, the little Tut? Yeah. He's a boy, right? He's yeah. A little boy. Yes. King Tut's a little boy. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. right? <laughs> what? <laughs> See, what? Why is everybody looking at me like sorry. that? I just, just the, 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 the boy, boy, little boy, boy. The, the, the little boy king, the very little small, boy, tiny it, boy king. The little king boy right there. Tiny boy Do you want my facts on King Tut? Tiny boy, I need you. It's little Tut. So it's one of those things where, like, I. You know how like everybody knows about King Tut, right? And For true. I yeah. feel like you're supposed to learn about him in school at some time, and it's just one of those times where I feel like I, I missed that day or I didn't learn about him or whatever. I, I feel so like, it wasn't until way yeah. later that I was like, Oh, that was a little boy king. So I was just like <laughs> happy like I knew like what I was supposed to know, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just, just thought. Uh, yes. we are also introduced in this scene basically to Evelyn's brother, Jonathan Carnahan. Do they ever say their last name in the movie? I'm reading it on IMDb now, and I've never heard it in my life. Um, It's like near near like the further on down the road, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we got to figure all this stuff out." And it's like, "Wait, you and you together? We got to draw our guns." Oh, Miss Conahan, gentlemen. Yeah, Conahan, because they do with the accent. Accent. That's why I never heard the R. (laughs) Jonathan, played by John Hanna, who the only other thing I know him from from this is that he played. Quintus Lentulus Batiatus in Spartacus. Damn. Ah, Damn. Very good. He's like an I, actual serious actor. Yes. IMDb and then he says was just in this. IMDb he's, says he's most known for four weddings and a funeral. And I'm yeah. like, the, more than the mummy. He's really? so good in this movie. I love him in His this. His character is 
just a, a, a delight the whole a, movie a little bit he's of like scrappy yeah. too like yeah. even oh, though he's yeah. a coward he's still like kind of scrappy like you're still like okay he's i understand <laughs> one of my you, favorite okay. parts yeah, yeah. is him going brendan Fraser is like i've gotten out of worse scrapes than this and he just goes yeah me too and brendan just looks at him <laughs> and he's like what sorry what i don't know <laughs> I love that it's his like later on his sister's like translating stuff and like all the zombies and shit are about to break in and he's like I'll get the car ready and he just runs off into the distance Um, leaving his sister to bring up the kind of the the like where where Danny knows him from before and that's the thing like again he's like a dramatic actor and apparently he did his audition and they were like you're fucking hilarious we love you and they they casted him and he's like why'd you cast me. And like, because you're funny. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm a serious, no. real actor. <laughs> uh, speaking of like funny people in this movie, later on, we're introduced to Benny. Played by uh, technically earlier, we were Kevin introduced Dan. to Benny. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, he's in, he's in, in the, the war. with. Yeah. He the, runs away the, like a exposition. little coward man. Little yeah, like, Wait for me. He like initially, before the fighting even starts, he runs away <laughs> after... Uh, cause Brendan, Rick O'Connell's like, you're going to stay with me this time, right, Benny? And Benny's like, you give me strength, sir, like something like that. <laughs> oh, and he runs away before the fighting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when Rick O'Connell's looking for somewhere to hide, he sees Benny like, he's like, Benny, run, get inside that tomb. And Benny's like, I got it. And he goes in there and immediately starts closing the door. He's like, Benny, don't you fucking close that door. You son of a bitch. Right in his face. Oh. <sighs> And that yes, that is our introduction, to Benny, and he's wonderful throughout. I will I will keep coming back to him as we get through these mm-hmm. plot points. That we're getting through very slowly. Oh my god! Okay, let's, let's move forward a little bit. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jonathan tries to comfort Evie. He's like, oh yeah, he's brought I, the key. I, he found the key, right? Yes, he found the key. And inside the key, there's a map which leads to Hamanoptera, and the Egyptologist is like. Oh, let me get a better light. Oh no, it's on fire! <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. Whoops. And they're it like, took okay, me let's fucking go to Hamanam. <laughs> like, it let's, took let's, me let's so many years to understand that this guy's the same as the guy, later, as him later, the, the, and that it the, the that he's dude. part of the Magi, and that he burnt the map on purpose. Yeah, but they yeah. move forward a little bit more. It's like, oh, let's let's find the guy where he got this from, and that's how he's. That's when we meet Scruffy Brendan Fraser, and you know, pretty much like Steals oh, a little can you kiss. Out here? Go ahead. He, Steals a, steal, steals a little kiss. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I'm about to die, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah. no. Although, funny thing for... Well, not, I want to say here. funny thing, but a fact for the scene is that I don't... Fact. Like, uh, that something went wrong with the rigging. Oh, on the actual hang. On the actual thing. And I don't know if it was something was too loose or something out of place, but it actually... He was actually, like, strangling... During part of that, oh. where he like passed out. Oh my god! It's like, oh yeah, it's cool. Oh, I'm like, oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> like, are you okay? <gasps> yep, yep. Let's let's do it again. Let's, oh. yeah, let's run that back. Let's do another take. Yeah, just this time, do it right, guys. Yeah, this Please time. Do it right again, right like I said, these I movies like beat the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Poor fucking Brendan oh Fraser, god. dude. Can't catch a break. You really can't. Um, this we're introduced to another character here. Uh, the warden. The, the warden. Thank What's you. I was name? like prison guy. Prison <laughs> that's guy. it's warden something. I just know him as the warden. Good. Okay. That's I was the exact same. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, Evie the one has who briefly joins the adventure. Yeah, Evie has to like pay him off, get like promise yes. him part of the earnings because she knows that Rick knows the the location of Hominoptera. They have the key now and everything. So he's like, cool. They all get on this adventure. Do they? They set up this whole like the their initial squad. They get on the boat. Going to where they want, where they were reunited with Benny, who's leading the Americans. We now have two expeditions of people. We have our whole little set, and we're like, okay, now, now we're like, <laughs> pretty much in the movie, right? Like we're doing this yes. now. I mean, it, it's a it's a pretty fast two hours when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I I had no idea it was two hours. I was yeah, assumed it was an hours. hour and a half or something. I'm saying two hours is crazy long. It feels way shorter. Than it that, seems like know? a ninety minute just, like. Because it blasts through, through right? of yeah. stuff, but it is okay. actually okay. two hours. Because it yeah, holds it you captivated, yeah. and it doesn't feel like it's dragging. Yeah, gotcha. that's that's, that's the, the pleasure of like a nice, fun adventure, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when you go, that was two hours? Holy shit, I can't believe it. Um, I won't go into too many details. The, the, uh, the Magi attack the boat to try to steal the key and stop them generally from going to Hominoptra. That scene just has a bunch of moments of everybody being their own characters. So the whole the whole boat scene has so many great moments. It's such a win. Themselves. Yeah. There are just so many nice. I I think this is this is where the bisexual awakening comes into play because the romance between Brendan Fraser and Rachel Wise is just like that. That's what does it, dude. It's the the little flirty moments, the little jokes and jabs. That's it's gold. It's very yeah. good. Yeah, when she's oh, like, yeah, "Why did you kiss me?" Sorry about the kiss thing. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, if you call that a kiss, hold on. Let me whip out my gun bag real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's very, like, <laughs> just, presenting, just, like, rah! style. Yeah. Like, hold on. Oh, yeah. I'm just loading up this thing and uh, polishing my yeah. shotgun real quick. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if my can... muscle tenses while I'm loading oh, I just lift it up a little bit. Yeah, sorry. Just, uh, I just got to go over it that way. And then I just yeah. go over this <laughs> and just do that thing real quick. Why did you kiss me? No, no, I was about to get hanged. Why not? I thought it was a good idea <laughs> Wait, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, her I love in the he... bed, her in her room, walking around pacing, and yeah. then just realizing that she, she's like, she's talking, and she's like, okay, wasn't that good of a kiss anyway? And I'm like, oh, that's what it's like. Okay, cool. You're <laughs> still thinking about it. Obsessed. I love when he finds Benny and he's like, I really should kill you, Benny. You left me for dead. He's like, think of my children. You don't, have, you don't children? have any children. One day I might. Shut up! Uh, His treatment of Benny is such good physical comedy. So and you think he's going to leave him alone and then he throws him overboard. Goodbye, Benny. It's perfect. <laughs> yes! Uh, I have to they... talk about them. I'm sorry. I have to talk Go. about the Magi. Because yeah. they they pull up to the boat and there's like a couple of them only. Like they, they do like do it. I will say what they're on the little rowboats going up to the boat <laughs> and there's a scene where they have the one who has like the hook thing and he's putting it on and it just lingers and it does a little like shing like shining thing and it's like the movie's like hey this guy's about to hook a shit ton of people. <laughs> like when you're watching something animated and it's like slightly a brighter color and you're like somebody's yeah. gonna pick up that book. Yeah, that like it's not part grabbed. of the background. You yeah, know? It's <laughs> the matte painting with the very obviously animated yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they come in and I. I, my my understanding is that they're basically like we're doing a stealthy mission to get the key away. Like that's the primary thing because they know that Evelyn has the key to the whole thing with the Hamanatra. So it's like cool. I assume the only stealth part was getting to the book. I this is I I didn't understand because the way I was reading it initially, I it made me laugh and laugh and laugh because apparently <laughs> it's. it's we tried our stealth mission, and the second it went awry, ah, burn the fucking entire burn boat down and kill boat. everybody. I was like, 
Wow, yeah. what protectors of the be like? To be fair, whenever when I was a, a like a mage thief in Skyrim, I every single thing it, went the exact same way. It makes complete <laughs> sense as like a thing of like, yeah, you don't want anybody getting to Hominoptera any the whiff of a echo of a fart of anything about this. But it turns from like I've got my creepy hook hand and I'm gonna come in and like give me the key to oh I've been elbowed and this whole thing. Fuck it. And you just see a dude tossing a torch <laughs> into a different part of the boat, burning everything into oblivion. I'm like, this is wild okay. how much they, like, yeah. like. I thought the plan was to burn the boat down and steal the key the whole time. They were just sneaking Michael, up to the no. boat. The, the, the way you have all described that, it's pretty much like, hey, stealth is an option. And it just cuts to Arnold and Terminator 2. Just Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, no, it was, screw it, like, go loud. Video game mission is like optional. Don't alert the Americans. You know, cuts to Borderlands. Just double, just Kimbo gun and everything. Yeah, because they do set yeah, the whole boat on fire and everybody has to flee. Um, then they do like a whole like travel. They, they stop cut the the no. desert traveling. Stop. The best line of the movie is after this. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. You're I right. can't stress enough how much this has lived rent free in my head since the first time Forever. I watched it. Forever. Because Brendan's delivery is literally perfection. I love Benny too. He's this. He's playing this Hungarian I mercenary who does stuff. He's so fucking funny. Also, I found out he was in There Will Be Blood, and I literally had a panic attack. Um, what? Yeah. What? He's, yes. He's Henry Plainview in it. Um, I don't want to go too much into that, but like. It was. I was like, "What the fuck's happening?" Looking it up right now. Um, <laughs> He's in Van Helsing too, as Igor. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. in a lot of uh, Steven. We Summer just movies. talked about Van Helsing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see the coincidence, y'all. Whoa. Yeah, coincidence. Thank they you. Work together. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Pretend sometimes. They go and they're on opposite sides of the river that their boat was going on, and fucking Benny <laughs> turns. Hey, O'Connell. Looks like I have all the horses and fucking. Brendan, no, Rick on no beat missed. Turn, hey, Benny, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. And just, first of all, that, I was like, Brendan Fraser is the best actor Crush in the history of acting. There's no, <laughs> yes. And Benny's face, he just stops. Oh, you, he wants to God scream motherfucker. Yeah, like, he just wants to curse so fucking much at how mad he is about how wrong he was. I'm like, he has to pull yes. a Joe Pesci. Rick O'Connell is <laughs> smart. And affect it. Like, he is good at his job. He didn't, he's like, fuck this horse shit. I don't care. Literally, fuck this horse shit. I'm going to go where we're oh, supposed wow. to go. Nice. And it's like, ah, oh, it's just the smug, the, the fucking righteous way he turns on him. It's so fucking satisfying. Yeah. Before so we, we move forward anymore, uh, there's one more thing. Uh, <laughs> That's the whole episode, Jorge. Another note before we move forward. Yeah. Look, Brian, I'm trying to get you to bed on time. I don't okay? care. I don't That's, care anymore. Then, because I could do, I could do scene by scene by scene. Let's not do frame no, by just, frame, Danny. Because uh, my, I was asking for more notes, and uh, yes, there's a podcast my sister listens to called Heaving Bosoms, where it's two women who read, like, talk about, and pretty much make fun of, like. You know, the, the Fabio novels and all that stuff. And one episode gotcha. they talked about this, and one of the women on the show, Melody, uh, or Melanie, I'm sorry, I was talking about, you know, this movie should have been R-rated because she's like, when Brendan Fraser swoops up and grabs Evelyn and throws <laughs> her off the boat, walking out, powerful. she's like, that is bullshit. There should be full damage going on right there. I'm also like, oh my God. <laughs> Just... And now I'm like, wait, if this were an R-rated movie, there would be oh. so many different things. There Otto Vossel would probably just be letting letting Dong hang as he's running around. Imhotep oh. would wear no clothes. 
Yeah, Ammo Def would be just free donging it. They yeah. see the remake should have been all the same actors. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Ammo fully nude the whole children. time. Yeah, and there's just more nudity and more violence, no, and it's well, more I mean, graphic. But we still got to do some Alaska jokes for the kids. Yeah. Pretty much nude in the beginning. It's just pretty much like were they pasties or was that really good paintwork? We don't know. Yeah, that's right. Also, wait, who was nude at the beginning? Patricia Velasquez. A Nox and a Moon. Nox and a Moon. Also, that's, I, how, that's I, how you can tell sh- people touched her. I've just all painted on. I've never looked at her breasts now that I think about it. You're a, I've, I've only ever stared at the shoulder because I've always wanted to look at how it looks <laughs> before he smudges it. I can't it. get over that clavicle, man. Yeah, it like it's, it's, not even, it's literally the paint on her yeah, shirt. Like, you know I, I would tell you. I have to see the paint if, get smudged. You know I would tell you right away. If you idiot. I have no idea what she's wearing. I'm just <laughs> realizing now. She's wearing, she's wearing a smile or a scowl, whatever the no, fuck I'm, she's wearing. I, I, I also, yeah. I remember her head and the exact design on the side of her, of her arm. And that is it. Remember exactly I am a simple like. man. Okay, oh. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. The visuals Danny, in this you're movie not are wrong. iconic. <laughs> Also, shout out to her because if you're an Arrested Development fan, you might recognize her as Marta from the second season. Oh, I haven't gotten to season two. She is Marta. She's Marta. (laughs) Yes. So she was also in CSI Miami. Yeah, but she's in a lot of shit. Anyway, let's continue. Yes, we go Uh, to Hamanatra. They yeah, they do character development. They race through the desert. They all get to a Hamanatra. You know what I like? I like a good night desert scene, and I feel yes. like there's a lot of that when they first get to Hominoptera. 100%. Yes. Rachel Weiss has I feel the like great. You probably don't. I don't. Like, <laughs> that's it's dark. night yeah. and it's desert. Yeah. It's boring yeah. and quiet. It's dark yeah. and I believe it's called it. day for night shooting. But something like that. Um, I do. Rachel Weiss has a great. Um, little drunk scene where I'm like, shame on you, Rick O'Connell. You were going to uh, kiss a drunk girl shame on who Rick was O'Connell. way more no, drunk right? than you were. Like, you can hold your liquor and she, she was not drunk. Mm. Yeah. But I love I love her going, I'm sure you're wondering what a place uh, what a place like me is doing in a girl like this. And I'm just like, you're very silly and I like you a lot and you're funny. <laughs> like, what what is your line? I may not be a, an a adventurer, a treasure hunter, a gunfighter, Mister O'Connell, but I am proud of what I am, and that is I am a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> the number I was of like, times. oh, this brings like having worked at a sports bar for so long. I'm like, oh, these are the self-proclaiming proud drug. These people. are people. Yeah, like, you, like yeah, we let's get you some water. You need to go home and sleep. The number of times I have heard Taylor of Are We Friends fame say, I'm a librarian. Oh my God. He won't stop. This movie has an impression on him. I love it. He has a Rachel Weiss fucking (laughs) hole in his wall, like (laughs) Wiley Coyote style that's in his brain, apparently. Won't fucking let him out. How? It's so, (laughs) anyway, he's just. Yes, there's a, there's a few good things that happen. That, that there's gonna be a little bit out of order, but yeah, like the when they arrive, they're still acting as separate teams. It's now just uh, Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise, and um, John, the, Hannah. Uh, John Hannah, John Hannah, but also the warden. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they're one team, and it's the Americans with Benny and the the Diggers, quote unquote, which is and the Egyptologists and their own Egyptologists. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, who I assumed was also... Oh, he's not an American, is he? He's Australian, actually. Well, the actor is Australian. <laughs> F- funny thing he has about an accent. this movie... 
Well, th- in this movie, it's actually a pretty diverse cast. I know a lot of people are white, but you have Brendan Fraser, who's American-Canadian, Rachel Weisz, who's English, John Hanna's Scottish, uh, the Egyptologist is Australian, Oded Fair and the Pharaoh are um, Israeli, <laughs> Patricia Velasquez is Venezuelan, uh, you have uh, the gentleman from the museum, he's Indian, I think so is the mm-hmm. Warren, he's Indian and British, it's like, man, you, you just went all Arnold, over the place. Do you know where Arnold Vosloo is from? South Africa. South Africa. Because oh. yes. that, that, that was like the, the most glaring one everybody else it did seem like they imported all the white people into the into the story and everybody who was supposed to be from somewhere had actors that were generally from the place yeah. they were supposed to be except for emotep who was like you you white dude i get i get south africa still africa you know but that was that was the only one where it was like oh well uh, yes um, for sure yes they well, so they're in this separate groups the americans managed to acquire the book of the dead that is all like locked up, and the uh, our main cast manages to find the the tomb of Emotep and open up his like mummy body. And Just very gross then, and scary, which yeah. which yeah looks very cool. There, we're skipping over stuff. I, I mean, know. there's like yeah, yeah. there's the oh, yeah. uh, the pressurized salt acid that like burns the diggers, oh, yeah. and they try Again, to open up to get to the book of the dead. Again, if this were R rated, it would be Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just <laughs> yes. Yeah. They still did like some stuff. It wasn't like super intense. Mm. It was pretty much like a hey, we gotta like who knows if they had to cut a few frames because the MPAA is just like no, 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 no because yeah. screw the MPAA. Well, I think it's like they they're like we can do fully fleshy and we can do uh, all the way like skelly, you know? Because like There's they no have blood. I think they were probably like no blood. Probably- Lack of blood would be good. Yeah, they Probably because right. later on one of the diggers trips when there's scarabs running all over the place and he gets covered in scarabs for like one second and when they leave off of him he's like all skin and bones. Yeah, and like all the you people see, who the mummy's soul sucks at like sucks the soul out of are just like little weird dried up skelly people. Yeah. Human raisins. Just, yeah, that's yeah. a very apt. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the dude who got absolutely destroyed by the scarabs. If you look close, like once they part, you see the body heat still rising. It's like, oh Ooh, Christ, jeez, damn! And I again, if they were R-rated, just would have just been a splash of crimson, oh. just. Uh, yeah, the the first night that they're in camp, the magi come up and they're like, "We're they start killing a bunch of people, like and they kill a bunch of them." Back. And they're like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no more bloodshed. And it's because Rick O'Connell's holding a piece of dynamite. I will blow all of us up if you don't put that goddamn sword <laughs> yeah, down. Like, <laughs> Honestly, this movie had a lot of moments where Jorge was like, did you see that? And I was like, what? No, I was looking down at this thing I'm doing. And they were like, oh, we got to go back. And one of them was like, do you know why they ran away? And I was like, no, what happened? And then we had to go back and see the dynamite. Because he, like, oh. he does a sweet so dodge roll, comedy, light dude. the fucking the dynamite hold it up and then we like it's him this ripping out the stick. fuse and that is it like yeah exactly. you see the dynamite. like you gotta you gotta be paying attention they're like we will give it to you quick but we're not we're not holding your hand through this. we're not spoon feeding <laughs> it to you you gotta pay attention by that i mean we do i just mean like you gotta watch yes <laughs> please look, look at, at the screen, screen. don't yeah, yes. <laughs> just look at the screen we're really we're going through this we're a visual comedy I yes think- uh before the magi attacked because you know the americans have their guys melted but for our heroes, the warden like goes off yes. his own thing, finds stuff that I guess you could say yeah. kind of looked like sapphire, or he called it blue gold. He calls it blue gold. Dude. Looks like, but they're actual scarabs. Drops one on the ground. What you guess? It's just like if you drop at a certain distance, it's like 
I've been awakened. Crack like an egg, yeah. Like, <laughs> breaks open, goes blood. in, and this is why, like... I hate this. Just goes in through his shoe, yeah. and you hear just like a... That like, was it's the... gnawing its way up his leg, rips open his shirt, you just see this That's little see thing the... crawling up along his neck and into his skull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which it's just like, oh, that's actually horrifying. It's that right. like you see, it, yeah, you see the bulge, like go because it's like a little bulge of flesh that is like moving up his body. You see, it go right past his eye, yeah. like moving up to his head. Yeah, this is it's, such this is big check, please energy for me. I'm like, please stop. I don't want to. The, wanna... the, I, I the also effects love... in this movie, like there are a couple CGI ones that are like, mm, okay, like when they get to the mummy and he's like real fleshy, and you're like, mm, okay. But the the scarab, like all the body horror, like like yeah. under the skin it's shit, fine. A plus. Yeah. So Hold, holds up for the time. I um, love that when the the warden is like going down into the tombs at first, he's like, "Are there bugs down there? I hate bugs." <laughs> it's like just it's a little throwaway <laughs> line. It's like not it's not focused on it, and I'm like, I just love when they do it. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be especially bad for him. Exactly. Yeah. And somehow, while I think he's chewing on his brain, he still has the motor skills. To find his way down a hallway, just like, nope, I'm gonna beeline it straight into the wall and crack my <laughs> skull like, like an eggshell. Like, it's, it's for like... the kids. <laughs> <sighs> so then he has a quick death. For the children. The horror. Because, <laughs> I mean, come, <sighs> like, I know it's not right to talk about people like that, but you know, like, the intention, like, with children is, like, bonk. Fat Man ran into bonk Fat Man Bonk right? fall over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just, uh, let's just remove the part of you know his brain getting I, eaten while he's don't alive. Don't worry about because fat men bonk fall over. You can't like see that's, it. there's no blood. <laughs> he's not even no like blood, that fat you know? y'all. You know he just has a little bit yeah. of a belly. But like you know that that was the intention. Like funny fat man bonk wall. <laughs> or to be like oh d- these people are way out of their depths and they're all gonna die. Yeah. Um, well that's yeah. it. Also it gets a kill in before shit starts going down mm-hmm. to keep our attention because yes. it's, it's like as if they know like. People are going to have phones one day, and they need to be able to, to watch. <laughs> uh, so, so let's move forward a little oh, bit more. Yes, uh, yes. So I was now they sorry, have there was the, a zoom have... thing happening with a hand, and I was like, "What is going on?" And it's just the alcohol bottle. There's, there's whiskey being poured yeah, around. Exactly. Over here. All right, I, need uh, I, I got my I got my bourbon lemonade there right we now. Go. So there good. we go. We continue. So there is a yes. The second night is like once they already have like they know where the Emotep's body is. One of the uh, the. Egyptologist who's with the Americans has the Book of the Dead. Everybody sleeps with their treasure in hand. So Evie goes and steals the book from him. and starts... So confidently, dude. Like, sorry. Yeah. She just pulls it out of there. Like, no Indiana Jones, like, switch it with a stone or anything. Like, there's no teddy bear yeah. that she's slipping in there. Yeah. She's just like, should have been a teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. And he, like, mutters in his yeah. sleep and roll. And she's like, nah, I got it. I'm good. I'm out of here. Or even the, uh, the, the, the smaller toolkit that Rick stole from the americans and gave to her that would have yeah. been like a good like full yeah, but circle that was a nice gift that she liked that what's why they love but it other. shows that she's more interested in history than that's dumb true. boys but that's she's quite <laughs> but she's interested in this dumb boy who's not dumb she's but, quite but, fond of i mean i get it dumb boy that's it. been rotting away for three thousand years so <laughs> i love she has the line she she ends up reading she unlocks it with the key that they have and mm-hmm. she ends up reading and which is summons Imhotep, but I love her just going, you must nobody, never read from the book. Nobody ever got Which, in trouble from reading a book. And then she opens it and it goes, whoosh, very scary. And he goes, he just goes, that happens a lot around here. Cause like every time somebody <laughs> says something he, ominous, like yeah, wind like, blows and fire wavers. Yeah. I feel like this is 
one of the first times I've seen this movie since I saw Evil Dead. So it was just like, oh, I love the trope of read from the book and then bad shit Evil happens. stuff. Like, start, yes. It happens a lot more often in movies in general, I feel like. But like. Totally. Yeah. A, a horror like, film. All I'm, all I'm getting from this is reading is evil and you shouldn't do it. Yeah, at least no. reading. What's too been going smart. on? Let's n- now. <laughs> reading out loud? No. Never. Definitely don't read out loud. Anyway, so yes, I. You know what I did notice this time around? This is the one thing that bothers me. Everything that anybody ever reads that does magic is like three words long. <laughs> it's like this the shortest like can even could not have even been like a full sentence. You know? They say a couple. That's words, for true. And then, That's for true. And Emotep's her, like, I'm awake. Her ban it. The thing at the end where that she says is literally two words twice. <laughs> it's not even like a full sentence. It's just like do to do to do to do, and he's like, "Fuck, you got me, damn it!" Like, <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah. Then do the reading of the incantation. Then Emotep wakes up, pretty much how my sister did in high school before she got her morning coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she said I can use that but yeah it's like hey time to wake up <laughs> it's very I like it's very like the obvious CGI but I think yeah. and this is kind of my thing for batting away the legitimate criticisms of it not looking that good in certain things him as full mummy has a lot of personality baked into the design of it like the mm-hmm. half caved in right. head yeah. like the very specific way it is but then the eyes like popping out of it almost because there's no like lids to that like there's a lot of the way good he looks stuff around and everything yes you exactly like you know how you can tell it's like at least decent it's like i never forgot like the gist of what it was mm-hmm. like precisely you know? That ex- I, get exactly what I mean. It's a memorable movie monster. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a they all they're all scrambling around. Their scarabs running everywhere. Locusts have arrived. Like the whole shit the is like flakes. really kicking off now. And all like, the flakes, now yeah. we're like actually in like the plot of the movie. No. Right? Like this like is, forty minutes in. Yeah, because now we're like, like now we actually, actually know yeah. what the conflict halfway is. Point. <laughs> Because before we didn't even know what the conflict was, right? We know that they're they know where the treasure is. They're all yeah. going. They're working generally together. The most conflict kind of fun, you have you know? is like, yeah, we bet each other five hundred dollars that we would get there first. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, it's maybe one of us is going to get there first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now we're like, okay, now we see the villain. Now we know the conflict. Blah blah blah. He's like stealing people's tongues and eyes and shit. Uh, we have the excellent scene where Rick encounters him when trying to save Evie for the first time and he like does his like monster roar at him and he just yells back at him and then blasts him <laughs> yeah. in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> I could yell too. Help. I also got a shotgun. Yeah. Bam! Yeah. He's like, I got him, okay? He's dead. I love sure. I love his insistence that he got him like, to the Magi where they're like, he yeah. can't no be killed by mortal weapons. Like, yeah. I don't he's know. this world. Yeah, like he's like, I don't know. This- I got him. <laughs> he's like, no, you didn't. Did he's you? Like, I do hate that they're like, now we must go research a way to kill him. Like, you had generations had of people where you were doing nothing but prep. watching <laughs> the sand. Like, you couldn't have just had it in the back pocket just oh, in case. What yeah. did you guys talk about while you were staring at Man, that I really hope no one years. gets to him because we're just fucked if we don't. <laughs> Just like Dude, working on on your. I don't know, man. It's yeah, it's very like. That's why I made the, the roads. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, know. Should we, should we have like three things on the forehead, just two under the eyes? I, I don't know. I mean, total. Yeah, like our death is doing like the hair flippy while somebody's holding one of those old cameras. Like, wait, wait, no, now, wait, <laughs> wait, and now, God, oh, wait, wait for the wind to pick up. We're gonna get a sweet picture here. 
they, were, I, they were getting themselves hot, hot and ready, dude. Well, one of the things I think I, I noticed rewatching it today uh, was I think that I, they use like this the same shot of like it panning up to them, just staring yeah. down judgmentally upon the cliff like three different <laughs> <Yes>. times. <laughs> so good, love it. And it's just like, and I think like Oded said the or artist said the same thing twice, where it's like, oh yeah, like it'll kill him. But he says the exact same thing in the native tongue, but it's a completely different wording. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, the sandal kill him. Oh, this one is strong. Yeah, like he changed. It's <laughs> this is <sighs> they're trying to be efficient, dude. I don't know. What to tell you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, so they, like, hey, Arda, just just say something. Most of them, not the diggers. The diggers get fucked up during the scene. Oh, they. Just, th- I think they're just they either get father. melted, yeah. stabbed, or eaten by locusts. I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but most of them run off except for Benny who gets caught alone with Emotep. And I love this scene. Another iconic one to me. He starts mm-hmm. he starts with like the cross from Catholicism and Christianity in general and, and starts like, saying says, a prayer. Yeah. Uh he switches over he starts switching through <laughs> yes. every he has he like, shows between all of his necklaces. everyone is like, Oh, not this one? Oh, okay, he has I'm every religion's look. necklace. He's holding all of them speaking in a million different languages <laughs> until he finally gets he the like- Christianity to Islam to Buddhism. Yeah, he's got a little Buddha that he pulls up because they don't and even, then he they don't even have the wherewithal the and sensitivity to put an actual Buddhist symbol. They just have a Buddha on the chain. They're like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but I believe he's speaking Chinese, yes. so it's got to be uh, or uh, Mandarin or Cantonese. So it's got to. Okay. Uh, Chan Buddhism would you be my guess. Up. You've started. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it also maybe something from the Tao Te Ching, but it, it yes. did look like a little bit. I, I, I yes. don't know. Either way. And then he, gets, he speaks Hebrew. He gets to the Star of David and starts doing a Hebrew prayer. Uh, and that's where Imhotep's like, oh, I can fucking use you. Yes. you know, like, he becomes well, his he red He's like the language of the uh, slaves. Yes. yes. It's like, oh, the language of the slaves, you speak what they spoke. I can use you for stuff. And now I'm like, ugh. Like slaves. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Does he ever actually speak Hebrew for the rest of the movie? He just now understands Imhotep and translates for him to the hilarious point that Evie corrects him on a translation because she's actually smarter than stupid, dumb Benny. Um, This is what was interesting to me about this point was, um, and this is a brief thing is, like, this starts to really become, in certain ways, uh, Dracula in a little bit. Like, he gets... Oh, he's, he's Renfield. It, he, he's a thousand percent Renfield. Okay. He turns... Well, he's yeah. Renfield one thousand million percent, but it's also, like, now Arnold... Uh, the mummy, Imhotep, is after the mo- who he sees as the modern of his love, like Winona yeah. Ryder is in the Francis Ford Coppola one, where it's like, he calls her Anaxuna Moon, and it's for the sacrifice to put her soul in there. But like, it's eerily similar plot to a point that an American cowboy is one of the people who is protecting her from him. And it's, and it's just a weird little parallel. I, did, between I, I that. caught like, that. There's, there's a few of them. It's not like, a bad that, plot. You're, you're to definitely use. right. Um, I don't remember who finally did the script. It's in the credits, obviously. But what I found funny in the, the lead up to this was apparently in 1990 slash 1991, the studio commissioned Clive Barker for a treatment and screenplay. Whoa, and no he actually way. had one. And they were like, this would be a really good lower budget movie. The studio will not understand this and it will be too weird. Thanks, Clive, no. but sorry. Like, they just... Damn. There were a million people attached that? to this project for like a decade. before. Do we I'll have a script that. for that? 
I don't know, but the screenplay was written and directed by Stephen Summers. Okay. The story was Stephen Summers, Lloyd Funville. I'm sure watching that name. Don't and worry about Kevin, it. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Yare, Kevin Jare, something like <laughs> that. Name, Kevin James. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. There were just a million people I, attached to this over the course of God. Like, I would just love to. Off, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I would love to read the Clive Barker. Oh, God, that would be script so for that. Oh, it, would, it would be the already cut we've been talking dude. about. I was gonna say full be... nudity, gore, just everything. It's like Clive, I assume it would be a completely different storyline, but yes, yes, I love that. He yes. does such weird shit. That mm-hmm. love him. Also, Tom Cruise uh, was one of the people approached for Rick O'Connell. In Originally? 1990. In oh, howdy. I'm so, so glad he I find that very that funny that he passed once and then went, hey, I'm going to do it again. Never when the next again. time it came around, it was complete utter dog shit. Uh, <laughs> and went a freaking Razzie for it. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck uh, that guy. Sorry, let's continue. Yes, we are, the we can, I think, like yeah. hand wave over a lot of the following. So the, the idea is that the Americans got the canopic jars that had uh, Noxidum Moon's organs in them and mm-hmm. Emotep needs to grab all of them so he can bring her back from the dead because he's still in love with her. And so he has to kill all the Americans, steal their life essence, get back the canopic jars. Um, there's there's a joke actually I have. have I'm like, I don't know if it'll work. It, it restores yes. his body, eating yeah, them. He, I think oh, he's stealing yeah, yeah. his yeah. own That's life essence back. That's why the thing with Mr. Burns is he's like, uh, Imhotep thanks you for his, for your service and for your Imhotep eyes and you. your tongue. And it's like, oh, no. And then he eats the rest of it when he kills him. Yeah. Which is also kind of Dracula-ish because that, that scene's awesome. Because yeah. the, the American thinks that Betty has brought like a, a prince benefactor, or to yeah, like a prince mm-hmm. to see him, yeah, yeah, and Emotep's wearing the awesome oh. black robes with like the cool the mask. Cool mask is so mm-hmm. cool. That mask is dope. <laughs> Never My seen again. Only for like three you. minutes in this scene. Yeah, well, it still it more. leaves you with the vibe though. You know what he would be up to if this movie was longer, right? Like just walking around with that cool mask. Well, what's even cooler is that like after Benny's all like, oh, he's going to consummate. The- I don't know what the hell voice I'm doing there. Just- <laughs> He's going to consummate the curse that you and your friends brought. And he pulls the mask off. The scarab's turned away. And he's just. Yeah, it's yeah. really gross. Like, I'm like, oh. It's so icky. Like, and you just hear like a demonic vacuum up the stairs. Yeah. Oh, And that's yeah, where they yeah, find yeah. him. It's so it, it very. He does a lot of spinning and twirling in this situation and turning into sand. Um, Particularly when oh, he runs yeah, into cat. Dude. It's a big oh, move yeah. that he likes to use to I, run away. Yeah, cat yeah. like runs into the room. I thought okay. they explained it in the movie, but I was waiting they for it. They never on. do. Yeah, they, they do, do later on. They do later on. Yes, the yeah, Egypt because, the yeah, Magi. Jorge kept saying they says. explain it later, and I was like, I have been waiting. When they're back in the museum, not. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, the, the explanation is that the Egyptians believe that cats were the guardians of the underworld. Mm-hmm. Yes, so he's like, yeah, yeah, because. Uh, that's valid. Mr. Burns. That's valid. He gets eviscerated. The Egyptologist gets eviscerated. That's where we get that we get two plagues. No, three actually. Yes. We three. get blood. The water turned into blood, mm-hmm. which makes everyone's <laughs> bourbon taste like absolute dog shit. Apparently. Which yeah. sucks because it's supposed to be just water, not the bourbon. Like, I, <laughs> don't they even? I just say don't feel that? like that's don't fair. They even you know? say in the movie like <laughs> Brendan Fraser, one of them is like, wasn't it supposed to be just water? No, that, well, that was, was just me. like. Oh, you were there. Jonathan yeah, goes, and the waters of rivers of Egypt ran red and were as blood. Then As we blood. got uh, the eclipse, the darkness, yeah. And then after Imhotep uh, drains the Egyptologist, he just shoots all the flies. Yeah, and that's the plague of flies. It's so. I cool. I love. I was thinking more about the eclipse this time, and it's just like you guys. This is like he moved planets. 
this yeah. is really, really it's bad. It's really bad. I also forgot he also brings down the, the raining fire. Yeah, he has like well. meteors and shit. Yeah. He brings yeah. out like four plagues in one day and like w- like one or two killings. He's oh, like, he just starts peeling. We're just going to go through this It's a plague quick, speed run. It's a plague speed run. Yeah, he was doing he was doing awesome plagues Like That's quick. why they're yeah. like, oh, we're about to be completely fucked because yeah. he's about to finish the 10 plagues. He's just plagues, doing plagues so fast. Totally yeah. boned. Yeah. yeah. No, I love how they did the the fight like the the fire raining mm-hmm. down. It's like, oh, it's a thunderstorm, and then it's just like, oh, a few. No, but there's actual <laughs> rain in there as well. Where all the background, like, like they're like so hitting pyramids and shit. It's oh, yeah, it's really, love it's it, really love. Good. And you know, poor faces bystanders just getting charred Decimated. as they run past the screen. And no chance. Yeah. I, I literally forget about it because you just see it in the background for like a moment. Like yeah. they just don't have enough time it, it in the movie. They burn opinion. through so there, many things. There's literally you know? 20 minutes of the movie where uh, Jonathan's only use is to mention what plague is happening. Like he, I don't think he has but any he, lines other than like, and the rivers ran br- bl- uh, ran red. And it's like all, you just keep saying the lines. But he crushes them. Oh, it's great. The lines no, no. are so good. It's not bad. always like, and they were as blown. Yeah, exactly. He also has a very good accent, you know. Yeah, yes. yeah, his accent really it, does it for sure. Really does it. But yeah. Um. So they, yeah, they they go through this. There's a lot of like running around trying to get Emotep. He's killing Americans, <laughs> getting Kanab jars, regaining his body. They're like, once he's all the way back, the cats are gonna be able to stop him. There's a good moment where Rick, uh, is like, look what I got. And he holds up a, a cat to him, and, and he does like, like the open his mouth <gasps> wide and like tornado out. Yeah, all sorts of good stuff. That's that's oh, one where it's just more like yeah, just watch the movie for that part. Like it's not gonna, it's all I mean, more. One really stuff, cool you know? scene they did. Uh, it's like Tips killed three of the four people already. He's trying to get to Evelyn, but the door's locked. So oh, you just see the keyhole and sand yeah. starts pouring in. I'm like that is so freaking. Cool. The angle of it is yeah. nice too because it's kind of like you're at the floor almost, and you're like coming up to the key, and it's just like. Psh- and I'm like, ooh, this feels like very like sneaky and, then and gross and weird. I like it. See the mount former just, <gasps> yeah. And he just struts into frame, just like, I know, I'm still kind of fleshy, but come on. <laughs> so gross. where where does Emotep's like obsession with uh, Evie come from? Is it he that believes she, her to is, is it that she speaks the right language, and so he's like, oh, you're just like the perfect reincarnation the- for my dead wife. He's decided that she looks like an ox in the moon. Okay. Yeah. And, it, and that she will be the perfect vessel to put her soul into. I thought that's what it was, but I was like, they have no physical features in common they with each no, other. But yeah, I common. mean, if that's what you want to say, they're both women. So I guess. I mean, he's a, have, he's they a both full have brown mummy. hair. I don't know. When he first sees her, her his eyes are like barely there. That's, so. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he stole the, the eyes yeah, of a yeah. blind man. It's just like. Yeah, he, that's, <laughs> that's right. Like, are you oh, in really glasses? I forgot that's to right. grab this guy's glasses. So god tier. I cannot see. Oh my Just god. Squinting is that that's a Noxina moon? Yeah. That's absolutely why he thinks it looks like. Oh my god. First woman he sees. A Noxina moon, obviously. Noxina moon. And now that that same blur I keep seeing, that's definitely gotta be. the same blur. I love that so much. Sorry. That is why. They do that. The explanation of that is that half a sentence it is for one yeah, moment, it's, you know? yeah. It's enough um, don't worry we wanted to cast these two women so we didn't <laughs> trying to fly us into the ending i do got to talk about the 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 pilot yeah. the guy he's like they show him in the, right when the winston. play start they, they show winston in oh, the bar winston. and they he, show him at the very beginning too the very beginning not the very very beginning but like he's he's it's in the movie early. What's, what, it's when they're at the bar right before the play start he's like uh 
He's yeah. he's just walking around. He's hammered all the time. Clearly, he's just upset yes. because he was in awesome battles and then he didn't die during that. And so now he's just gotten old and fat and drunk. And it's just he wants like, to go out like I, a Viking. Yeah, he's like he I hate my life. I really war, yeah. really to wanted something. to die doing something epic. You know, he's like really old school man's man, Winston. Uh, <laughs> and so when they approach him, they really they don't even tell him what's going on. There's like, like, am I gonna live cool through it? Going like, on, probably you're not. Not gonna live. Yeah, like yeah. he's like, am I gonna die? Is it dangerous? You're probably he's like, not. Is it dangerous? It. Yeah, you're probably not gonna live through it. It's like really. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the mission? Down. He's like, save the so damsel, down. fucking guy, save the world. Save the world. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm so fucking in. Fuck the military. <laughs> fuck my loyalty to any country. My plane is yours. Please let me die doing this. Before before we move on to probably one of the most hype scenes of the movie, I don't want to cover the. Like when they get when they're at the museum, they're like discovering. Okay, here's how we've been doing stuff. Here's how to kill them. Here's where this stuff is. Um, they they join forces have, like, with the, the main magi guy. Yeah, like the boils and sores plague and the rocks and like zombies and whatnot. The scene when they're in the car just barreling yeah. through the crowd. I have to oh, give yeah. props to the stunt people, especially the one guy that Brendan Fraser cold cocks. He flies off and just eat shit by smacking straight into a light pole. Yeah. I, like, I, that's the first I time I noticed that guy. Or a pro stuntman, but it's just like, yeah, oh my god, god your rib cage is wrapped around your spine like tinfoil. I yeah. assumed it was an effect because he literally gets thrown and wrapped the same way that the, like the, the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> do to random people uh, in the snow scene. Like, but I just want to shout out to yeah. stunt people and also the like the last guy who's just like here's the jar oh you are so dead yeah <laughs> i this is also the first time i noticed in that car scene where they're it, it's a actually really awesome car scene because there's like five six people in the car and there's mm-hmm. these weird boil zombies like crawling all over and everybody's fighting at the same starts, time he starts off like sitting backwards on the on the windshield basically yeah yeah like he just starts in the most insane position, and it's fights <laughs> his way to the very hot. Yeah, this is the first time and I noticed like, like it. And it's good. <laughs> it's very hot. One of them gets like all the way into the car, yeah. and Evie just like strong finger pokes him all the way in the <laughs> eye, and he like falls back, like two knuckles deep. At yeah, least. like he's like ah, this isn't fun. And she like she like makes a noise like a like as if uh-huh. somebody was stab, stabbing true with their sword <laughs> like forward. She's like yeah. She's being very scientific about it. Yes. Yeah. She, her aim is true and it goes back hard because they're not actually zombies. They're human beings that just have boils on them. Have and been I guess that makes Emotep, them be yeah. mind controlled yeah. by Emotep. But we get what? in the plane, which is the Winston piloting the thing. It's Rick in the back with the machine gun, and then it's Ardith and Jonathan hanging on the wings of the plane. Jonathan just That's saying, funny. I hate you all. Yeah, Why like, Ardith is just like, this is the hypest shit ever. of his life. Yeah, like, I lo- Rick asked him how he's doing, and he's just got the biggest giddy, fucking like, smile. <laughs> yeah! This so good. <laughs> so cool. He doesn't say anything. He's just so happy. I love that. Uh, they get chased sh- by the giant wall of sand. Yeah, Emotep activates his stand, sand wallow, and sends it after Which, him. Oh my god, this was another move, uh, another moment where Melanie just hit pure gold because the Rachel Weiss Evie is standing next to Emotep, and he's like, like doing the like crazy like sand, sand face going through the thing and whatever, and she's like standing right next to him, just going like, 
<laughs> like looking <laughs> between him and the sand, just going like, oh, fuck, like, what am I going to do? And Melanie's like, give him a blowjob. Give him a blowjob. <laughs> suck Oh man, you're totally right there. That's why like he's smiling in this like, in the wall. So no. <laughs> oh, it's the smile on the wall is funny. And, and then, the and then I kind of Let's... forgot what happened for a second, and then she gives him a smooch, and I'm like, oh, so it was like the kid friendly equivalent oh, you know? for the kids. Like, yeah, so they're for the kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. What? Yep. Just imagine. <laughs> the, the, he's a man. I know how to distract him. Yeah. Gives our heroes enough time to like land the plane kind of safely. Winston dies in that, and they yeah, give so him not they, safely at all. Well, it's they survive is what I mean. And uh, Rick gives him like the the they stop and stare and they give him like the respectful goodbye. But I'm like, so many people already died in this movie. This was yeah, like they a, Winston. This was they an old a drunk. Like, okay. Everybody else was like your friends you, and loved ones. I don't care ones. who you were. <laughs> Just a, some stupid American. You're not Winston. Stupid American I mean, he built $500 off. <laughs> he got pulled into quicksand, so it gave yeah. him like a moment, exactly. you know, yeah. that yeah. was like meant to be. What else were you going to do? While you watch a man sink into quicksand, that's for true. You just yeah. gonna sit Although, there and watch him like a schmuck? No. Yeah, like right before they, right before the, the plane crash, you know, like everyone's freaking out. And what's like? Here I come, laddies! Yeah, like, like, yes, like finally, finally. death yeah. after you know, Imo <laughs> tips like this the baseball just go settle, just consumes the plane. Yeah, oh my God. I yeah, Winston crushes in this. Winston. Then and they're all gonna be inside Hamanoptra. There's another like large amount of scuffling because Emotep's in there. He summons zombie forms of his old golden boys. Uh, they're like <laughs> fighting gold, gold, the golden boys. <laughs> what are they? What else are they? That's for true. I don't know. Priest, I guess I the don't, priest. No, but Emotep's golden boys is You know what I kind of don't like? The the ones that crawl out of the like. There's like the. I don't the know, ones that break the out wall. of the wall. They bust out yeah, yes. the ones that break out of the wall. I'm they like, didn't wait, make a so they were sense. mummified in the wall? Duh. Because at first yeah. I was like, oh, that. they're just like a People statue. People were buried they, in the like, Great the Wall. Statue so. to life, but That's then, for true. Yeah, but it, it just looked like it was a carving. And yeah, then they were like, actually, like it wasn't was a carving. It was a body in there. It's and it was weird. like, okay. It's for the kids. I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah, so now I can see through your shenanigans. I pay taxes now. I can't be fooled by this stupid shit. Hey, wait a minute. I paid for the movie. Movie this time. It yeah, feels it like maybe like, like CGI. <laughs> it's totally fake. I want to talk to the director of this movie. <laughs> That's not real so, shit. What do you mean? That I can't see. Uh, different story. Different <laughs> <laughs> I expect they're probably doing like a do lot of cocaine together, at this point in the script. That's what Arnold Boslu well, does. He definitely fucking do shoots part. some cocaine from his canopic jar onto the wall, and that's why they pop out. <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, and then the mummies come out of the wall, yeah. and they're like, sure. literally at this point, I don't think anybody's. We've gonna had forty-eight care versions of the script. Fine. To be fair, Just this is the it. first viewing of this movie that I questioned that. Oh, okay. During, okay, okay. I gotta say, never same. once yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. I also have to say, so. all zombies. Yeah. It's just like, yep, multiple zombies. Mm-hmm. Let's bring them on. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, yeah, at the same time, while Imhotep's being like, okay, I've had to bring my girly girl back from the dead. Our other heroes are trying to like pretty much clear rubble from the wall. Jonathan's just been like, you know, his normal self. He's like, oh, look, a bug on the wall. And everyone in the audience is like, don't <laughs> yeah, do it, you I love dumbass. That. That's very and good. it just like crawls oh, right it. up his arm. And Brent's just like, Brent's like, uh, hold on. Da, 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 and <laughs> I love that he I, just puts the hand so above his neck, like on his one. neck so it stops moving. And then he just, here we fucking go. Well, you yeah. hear Jonathan go like, no, no, not that. Stop. <laughs> 
cuts it right out. It's like, do everybody do something when he pulls the knife out? And it's so fast. You hear the knife flip, and he's like, no, not. <laughs> yeah, <that."> like, don't. <laughs> I'm doing this for Creasers made it cool. <laughs> yeah. Eat that, James Dean. He also they also have that moment where it's it's Rick and Ardeth clearing the rubble and Jonathan's like <laughs> directing them and how to do it. He's like, yeah, yes. clear the top so it doesn't fall. Really, all put, over. Your, so back like, put your back it. into Come it. Come on, they both stop and look at it. The hell up! It's when they stop and look at him because they stand up tall and they turn around <laughs> and you're like, wow, those two are so much bigger than that guy. They could crush you like a bug. Yeah. I think that's where I said that it, it just looks like in a when you're creating your character in a video game, you start messing with the, the max global height. scale <laughs> and you just make the person smaller. Yes. Like, uh, uh, yeah. But eventually they like Ardeth does seemingly sacrifice himself to stop a bunch of the golden boy mummies. And it's Jonathan and Rick that make it into the final chamber against Emotep, the newly raised Anox of the Moon, trying to save Evie. And we get into very cool fight scenes because Rick has found a sweet fucking sword and he's fighting. <laughs> uh, fucking Jonathan reads. He has the. They had to go. Part of the movie was they had to go find the Golden Book instead of the Book of the yes. Dead, which will be the Book one that they're able to. Like, Under yeah. Horus. Yes. yes. Take Horus, that, the yeah. Bembridge scholars. Fuck the Thank Bembridge you, scholars. Brian. Those stupid, dumb, idiot, old men, fucking asshole losers. They got it. I don't Back know what Bembridge is, but fuck those dumb assholes. Fuck them. Bembridge scholars can uh, S my D, dude. They're fucking terrible. Jonathan starts Sorry. reading the front the front cover of the, <laughs> the Book of Life and manages to resurrect the Pharaoh's Guard, guards yeah. as mummies, but they do what Emotep says until he can finish reading the thing. I just want to say, when, when the guards come out, it feels like, so, especially this time around, it's like, it felt like they were getting ready for a dance. I was walking out choreographed. Yeah. Like, they're like, whoo. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. start like shooting like, a little bit. They're about to do YMCA, <laughs> dude. They're about to do some kind of like, yeah. they're going to spell something out. Yeah. You're so right. It's Absolutely. when they're it's when they're raising their sickles that they do the shoulder <laughs> yeah, like, It's going to be YMCA. It's happening. Yeah. Oh, it just keeps getting better. Oh. <laughs> I think that's uh, almost what Brent Fraser says. Yeah. So he's, Rick, he's some white Rick, Yeah. Brendan Fraser has to be fighting them all off while Jonathan takes a very long time to figure out the rest of the yes. scene and eventually has to ask what the last symbol is from Evie. Well, he's while asking Evie is her also... the whole time. He's like, oh, I think this one is like, J- I don't know, but... And it's she's a like, bird. oh, no, it's, actually, it's, a store. It's, you're totally wrong. It's, then it's, it's the cut one. to her Anoxamoon dagger an inch from Double her face. Death stab. Yeah, and she's like, say this! And it's just like, okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it when is. When he goes, oh. While, <laughs> while Brendan Fraser is getting his shit kicked and getting thrown across. Like, when the when the, when the the guards come at him, yeah. he screams at him. They just go, oh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like, it's like, nope. Yeah, it's, it's like, no, that. I am, yeah, I am yeah. not dealing with this shit right reverse. now. It's reverse. Now. I'll go this way. More show up. God damn it. There, there are like a few moments in this movie that I like kind of forgot how crazy like the zombies yes. are because there's one moment where oh, I yeah. think it might be yeah, Jonathan yeah, yeah. or Brendan Fraser that's like running down the st- like, like curved staircase. Yes. Yeah. And he's like fucking sprinting down that staircase and the zombies are just like, yeah, I guess we're spiders today. So we're just going to like crawl along the wall and they're just like, <laughs> just, like along the wall. Along the wall. and you're like, Oh Very my creepy. God, they're going way faster than you. Also. Meanwhile, Benny, uh, it's just because <laughs> Rachel wise told him like, hey, people who do shitty things like you always get yeah. their comeuppance. And he's like, wait, what? Like, always? <laughs> She's like, always. And he's like, fuck, he's I so got to get out of yeah. here. 
he's so, just been spending so much time getting so much treasure. Yeah, dude. so he goes, to, he sees the treasure room, Three. and he's like, "This is this is where I dip." And he he fills <laughs> up a he fills up a hole. He drags his satchel full of gold to a camel, and he's like ready to hop on it. And you just see him look back, and it's you see it in his face. He's like. I know I shouldn't go back for more treasure. I gotta get more. I gotta go get more treasure. Yeah. And so he spends this whole scene like going back for more treasure, basically. Which and we'll come back to where that leads. But uh, eventually, Jonathan finishes reading enough of the incantation to now be able to control the mummified uh, guards of Ferroseti One. Use them to (laughs) help attack. Emotep. No. No. They murder a Noxuna Moon. <laughs> yes, so violent. A Noxuna Moon. <laughs> and Arovasu's just like, Whoa, a Noxuna yeah. Moon's like, you, you, can't you just say something to be like, hey, yo, don't listen to that asshole. Listen to me. I brought you back to life. Please don't kill my boo thing. It's been 3,000 years. I really need this guy. He's, it's been expressed that he cannot control those guards. Yes. As soon as. Jonathan says the full incantation. He finishes it, he and has... then he goes, kill him. Kill him. Go. Yeah. Kill him. And there's no selling Emotep, him. I think Emotep tries. Yes. Even. No. Like, he. What yeah. I'm saying is Emotep goes like, no, no, kill him now to the guards. And they're just standing completely still. And he's like, fuck. And then he he just hear him go, do-do-do, a knock suit of moon. And Arnold Vosloo face just, he's like, oh, my God, no. No, 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 He's please, about to please, kill please, Rick, please. I yeah, think. Yeah, like, he's right there. And he's like, no, 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 please, 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 please. Yeah, because, like, the guards are coming, and one guy with a spear is, like, walking, just like, and eh, we're just going. He's like, got it, cool, die. I think yeah. it's kind of and sad, because Noxon Moon looks sad while she's, like, it's backing so up and, like, lowers it's her dagger. so fucked up. Because like, <laughs> she, like, screams out to him. He's like, I'm Noxon Moon. And then just, like, the this is the fourth shadow yeah. killing, because the third one was the one American guy who's like, yeah, I want a shot of bourbon, a glass of bourbon, <laughs> and a bourbon chaser. That's I want right. I bourbon in the world. I'm from Kentucky, damn it. And then just... <laughs> and yeah. just toss across this the is room. A, a glass of bourbon and a shot of bourbon. And a bourbon, and a bourbon chaser. chaser. And Yeah, yeah, get your goddamn bourbon. He has the most we need to get through this kill so we can move on. Dad. Like, he is the most, like, whatever, because he's just... The shadow is up, CGI, like, ah, and then sucked dry and done. And I'm like, cool, great. This is excellent. Yes. Anyway, so then, yes. An Moon dead as fuck again. Yeah, and then Evie gets over to the book, opens it up because Jonathan had managed to steal the key from Emotep during that whole scuffle. Mm-hmm. She yeah, reads the final things, and uh, the the fucking spirits come and take away Emotep's soul. <laughs> And Emotep's still alive, oh, and he comes but rushing to cool. it. Wait, and but the way that they do it is the the it's like the chariot coming yeah. by, and it's like a bunch of people in oh! the chariot, and then they're like grabbing his spirit, yeah. so they're like pulling him away, and you see like the CGI ghost of like him being pulled in away. It, yeah. But then his body's still there, and he's just like, ah, I I ah, love ah, what his wait, body his body chasing after his own soul is yeah. awesome up the stairs uh and then he's mad he's coming after rick and rick is like i thought you were supposed to kill him and he like stabs him and it's like different this time because the stab like just goes uh-huh. through him he does Bloody like the hand. really yeah. up yeah, close yeah, yeah. and personal like gut stab yeah, yeah. and evie's just like he's mortal and <laughs> he just you're like yes the pool, yes the mummy the mummy rotting, rules yes <laughs> rotting away just goes oh it's well it's yeah, he's just like he... death. It's only the beginning. It's like 
This might be a hint at a sequel, guys. <laughs> That's the tagline. I I couldn't help but think about like since he's only like he's a pretty small guy overall. Like, he's not huge or anything. He's, they could have just like knocked anything out of his hand. So like if they happen to not have killed him right away, since he is mortal, they could have fully Encino manned him. You know. He was alive and full. Sorry, Encino Man is just a movie where Brendan Fraser is a caveman and they bring him back. They like resurrect him. You could Captain America him. Like you could freeze him. You could do Uh, like. I've seen the South Park episode where they made fun of it. Yes, yes, yes. It's the guy who like froze himself in like 1996. It's like, oh, behold the man from 1996. And they're playing like Alanis Morissette and all that kind of stuff. It's like, ooh, wow. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, like, I remember yes. growing up to this and my dad loves Alanis Morissette. Yeah, it is, it is that. Uh, it's just funny because it's like he could have been like mortal and alive and they could have brought him back to America and like had – just like researchers talk to him and he could have had like a normal life. And... <laughs> no, he would have been like, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to hum down myself again. I'll do it. Fuck I'll it. Do I don't want to be here. He's like, we actually don't have magic in America. So that's really <laughs> so not going to work. Oh, like he tries to hum die to get the plague stuff back. And they're like, wait, sir, we don't no magic here. Sir. Sorry. Yeah, we have Instagram. Instagram <laughs> It's still 1920-something uh, in the fucking movie. It's not. Sir, we have anyway. um, big band music. We, it's, it's, it's simply not going to happen for like. you. Do we have jazz? This is, you're really not going to get what you're looking for. Him just having an existential crisis hearing a sex song. Yeah, like he's, oh my God. It's like, oh God, God I wrong. love Anox and Moon, but that, so- that, <laughs> that song actually fucking rips. I don't know what to do about it. How can I use this to resurrect for Baker Street? Yeah, like it's very, yeah. Oh my God, I'm in love with that song. But, then, uh, but let's, Regardless, let's, try, let's try and go forward a little bit more because yes, yes, it's, every... it's, almost, it's almost three o'clock in the morning don't. over here. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's, it's they, fine. they defeat Emotep. Benny, meanwhile, like tries to rest his gold for one second, hits a lever that makes the whole thing start coming down, and all. It's like one of those things where the ceiling keeps compressing against the ground. They're all mm-hmm. scrambling all over the place. Uh, legitimately, Rick tries to save Benny, yeah. but yes. you know Benny's just not fast enough. I didn't think like, about how it was Benny. Benny that like offset the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, so of course he fucking did. Yeah, and so Benny ends up locked in the chamber with all of the gold and all of the scarabs and that his, the, sorry go ahead his torch goes out just as the scarabs are surrounding him so you just hear him screaming in the darkness it's the whole setup for that scene i love just because like oh i don't want to get crushed to death whatever it's like this way nope that way yeah nope. little scarab shows up he's like Ugh. and you just hear the <laughs> army of them it's just like oh i should have just stayed under that pillar and you look yeah, like, like on been- the right hand side of the screen they're pouring over a statue and like before that like the like the roof caves in crushes the the mirror so it's just his torch it's the only light and it's just like oh yeah, I was really <laughs> you are dead yeah they let just, Benny be a little bastard the whole movie <laughs> and they don't worry. really give it to him yeah. at the end I love it dude. It's, it's just classic that's how narrative should be you know yes uh, and then we are left with uh, Brendan Fraser and fucking Rachel Wise and Jonathan, John Hanna, 
outside alive. They're like, oh, hey, our friend Ardith is also alive. And he's like, yo, I love and respect you guys now. Goodbye. My favorite part of that is I think they technically go for a fake out because his hand has been wrapped up. And he puts it on the shoulder and they go, oh, "Ah!" yeah, yeah. And it's real that it's Ardith. And they're like, fuck. And they're like, we're not going to address how you survived because that's too much to ask and they're just like it's over it's for the kids. <laughs> you were literally in a hallway full of mummies that got dynamited so <laughs> don't well, he could have just said hey i'm gonna take this empty shotgun and use it as a baseball win yeah. um actually no, I'm thinking yeah. about it. it didn't get dynamite he dynamited no, a different the other thing. wall so they can move through but yeah it's that means yeah, he to, to beat close all off the wall or close he off defeated the every other golden boy with a sh- the, the back end yeah. of a shotgun which he's I'm a willing Magi. to believe. How did he fight? Yeah, like, he's been training for this, yeah. right? Yeah, you'll see the yeah. cool shit he does in the sequel. God. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan's like, well, again, we got away with nothing. And Rick and Evelyn, Rick, Rick is like, I, I wouldn't What's say that. Matter? I got to, I get to oh, bang no. your sister I, now. I love that. I think that's a legitimate, charming pair of things. And then they kiss. I'm like, this is it's a nice, nice kiss. And fucking Jonathan. Because. <laughs> He looks at the camel. He's like, "What about you? You want I a little smoochie?" And the camel is like, <laughs> like right "Okay, then, fuck my life." Uh, and then they're just like going away in the camels, and the cameras like look at the little shine of the gold that Benny got for them on their camel. Yeah. Everybody's happy. And hey. the movie, you had a good time. It was fun. <laughs> Gave us money. This is what blockbusters should be like. Well, on on that aspect, uh, Jorge, I got the. Wiki pulled up right now. It cost $80 million to make. This is 1999 money. Ooh. And it grossed $416 million. Oh. So pretty much like after, I think I read somewhere for like, except for The Mummy Returns, uh, Steven Summers got a call from Universal like a week or two after this one came out and said, hey, we need another one. Oh. <laughs> like they were like guess what? Like- we own you now. <laughs> and then they made the ride at Universal Studios and everything was perfect and nothing hurt. And then they made everybody's favorite movie, The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon King. That we don't. Dragon Emperor? Is that what you're. I thought you were going to mention There are only two movies, two mummy. What even are you. Oh, the whole Scorpion King series? Is that what you're talking about? No, I was going to say, for me, to the audience and to us here in this group chat as well, I'm going to say this Mummy, I'm going to bump it to a Ghost Skull Alien. Yes. Nice. The Mummy Returns. It's. I would. I'm right now. I'm to, on a mystery. We're gonna have to come call. back for it. I know. I'm just like. I'm just thinking now. But also to round up this fun, non super serious kind of cheesy fun thing, the original Scorpion King with the Rock, because it's. Although it's funny looking back now, it's like now seeing him today or looking back and back, it's like, oh yeah, the Rock's a pretty big dude. Yeah, whatever. Looking at him now, he's just like, I have ascended. Oh, dude, he turned into a muscle elemental. Like, there's no. He's not even. You look at him in those movies, you're like, yeah, what a big fucking dude. He's a disaster. He's an insane thing. He's a... It's one of the seven wonders. Which... He, he's a Joe. He's a JoJo character. He a, 100% is Jonathan. He's fucking... Jonathan Joestar would cry if he could see what The Rock looked like. Which is yeah. hilarious considering... His name is In the early... Two, like, the late I, 90s, early 2000s, that Rock was so already roided out that he had to have gyno surgery because the effects of steroids on him. Really? There's a very specific pay-per-view. I'm so sorry to go into the wrestling thing. We're almost done. Um, he, <laughs> there's a wrestling thing where he has a match and he very specifically is wearing a, like essentially track suit sweatsuit, like with a t-shirt version of it. And it's because he had just come off of gynomastic uh, surgery, which is what you get 
for when you're at your levels start going out of whack and you start to yeah. get what are called bitch tits because you've had too many Rest steroids in your body. You've just simply Whoa. overloaded on it and your body is reacting poorly Oops. to it. Anyway, yeah. oh. now he's well, say, an absolute shit brick house. <laughs> say, going back to what I said probably like an hour and a half ago, talking about Batman and Robin, um, Hell Brian, yeah. I don't know if you knew, knew who played Bane originally. I don't think oh, so. It actually. was... Robert the Jeep Swenson. Oh my god! And he died like six weeks after the movie came out because he was doing all the roids. Yes. Like like, people thought like that was pumping through those tubes? Yes. Well, venom and steroids sucks, whatnot, but but people were like, oh yeah, Tom Hardy got really was like big as Bane's like, no, this dude disgusting. Like he had more of like a strong man build to him, not like, you know, unconscionable build. No, it is unconscionable like, how large that man was. Yeah, and again, like six weeks after Batman and Robin, he dropped in of a heart attack. At he, he was also a wrestler, so, just if you didn't know. Yes, say, he, he was the, a wrestler. For those of you who have not watched Batman and Robin, the guy, like the, the, the level to which the muscles are like stretching out of the skin is like, it looks like it's a special effects movie monster. But it is all just human yeah. body. There is a but they like painted the veins some and all of the kind of stuff. What was painted yeah, on right. him? Like a lot of like they probably did some stuff to like make the stuff pop. But even that, Robert still just Swenson it's so just taut, you know, massive. It's gross. Either way, no. we can... no. <laughs> yes, we did it, y'all. No, we gave yes. we no. gave the mummy its fair shake. Oh, we did we it, did it. Did. again. Thank you guys so much for bringing me back on here. It's always a blast to talk to you all. Whether it be movies and oh, I see a kitty in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, kitty's, um, been, kitty's been back here the whole time. Yeah. Oh, I I'm a sucker for cats. Uh, not the, the, oh god damn it! Uh, <laughs> I am a child. I have the mind of a thirteen year old. I'm so sorry. I, that's no, just I'm like oh yeah, cats. I'm like oh no, that one thing we don't talk about anymore. I try to um, reach the cat. My headphones aren't but, enough. But it's all right. Uh, again, thank you so much for bringing me on here. Uh, I cannot wait to be on again. Uh, just hopefully it'll be a better time than the middle of the night for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll plan uh, it out accordingly. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm on, I'm on leave right now so I can afford to do it. Thank and besides, God. which as dumb as it sounds, sometimes my body will be like, Hey, you know how your alarm usually goes off at like four thirty in the morning. We're going to wake you up at three because, uh, because screw off. Yeah. I'm just like, you. great. But again, just, Tonight was an absolute blast, and I'm so glad I finally got to meet Shannon. <laughs> uh, and just, yeah, just fun talking mm. about the mummy. Cannot wait oh, yeah. to talk about more mummy fun returns. stuff, whether, mummy it be returns. Su- <laughs> whether it be super artistic or Batman and Robin. campy schlock. Unfortunately, we'll never be able to do Batman and Robin on the show unless we do something like a horribly <laughs> bad movie. <laughs> we've, we've done the Christmas Switch everything's on the table oh that's true <laughs> that was that was the gate oh, that was the uh, then, the gateway, if, the gateway it, then if i may may i please lay claim to batman and robin and joker <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody's gonna argue with you <laughs> exactly. on that danny where uh, can people so much find you coming on danny uh, where can people you. find you <laughs> yes <laughs> you you all can find me on my instagram which is at danny bain d-a-n-n-y the number eight a-n-e all lowercase uh, there you'll find pretty much just me going on my fun travels, cooking stuff, and 
every once in a while a Jim Bro pick because you know what? That's Hell that yes. Is. You deserve it. <laughs> yes. We got to appreciate everybody. Of all, everything everyone's doing. Even the when it's not super up, nerdy not shit like us. Stuff yeah. just yet. I need to, need to work, on this, work on this belly a little bit. <laughs> Don't, I can't even. Stop it. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, Shannon, is there anything you would like to plug? Yeah, I always forget to plug my own Instagram, but it's <laughs> at Sharnan Blarnan. If you can spell that, then you're allowed to follow me. That's how that works. Um, <laughs> but also, be literate or don't follow, <laughs> yeah. plebe. But if you have nothing to do on Thursday nights, there's this um, crazy little game I like to play called Call of Cthulhu. But our version is called Outlaws and Old Yeah, pretty cool. Fully improvised. Uh, it's like D&D. It's, uh, it's a TRPG, TTRPG, whatever oh God, those things are called. It's very funny. <laughs> It's very fun. It's great. Twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. Do it. Go there. I'm so happy. It's, it's sometimes, sometimes you do it so long. I'm so happy. That was, was that. Was that yeah, no, you, did, you crushed it. That was great. It was great. It was so good. Well, I just heard Brian in the background going, wow, this is already. No, I said, what's so happening? Because it was. You didn't know what to say for the TTRPG, so it's just like talking. I was already so. I was like, what's going on? Are you okay? <laughs> Sometimes we run for so long, though. We have a lot of Jorge. properties. You know? yeah. I was going to say, Jorge, Brian, um, for this podcast, Uh-oh. if people want to talk about you know movies and stuff like that, uh, where can they go to find out if stuff is streaming in the United States? And the, it's specifically in the United States. Yes, the, the bloodystream.com. We have website that we build, uh, where you can just look up movies. It's not TV shows, unfortunately. It's just movies right now. Uh, it doesn't have to be horror, though. It could be any any genre. Any movie you want to find out where it's streaming, it does directly pull it from justwatch.com. It's not a, so you it's could not go a there bug. It's a instead. feature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you'd have to deal with a bunch of ads if you wanted them. Or you can go to us, where I'll give it to you for free. So you can just go directly to me. I'll tell you exactly where the movie is. You don't even got to worry about it, baby. Like, we can we can talk about it. <laughs> While you're there, you can maybe even see if we've already rated the film or have an episode on it. You know, like, we can get very close and personal. If you start looking up all your movies on there, like, we can, have, we can start to develop a little bit of a relationship. I mean, you know? also, you can click around and you can be like, who was on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, Danny was on the podcast? Uh, which episode what episodes was, was Danny? Danny on? Yeah, if you listen oh, to this Shannon's episode and you're like, podcast, wow, I actually really liked what Danny had to say. So let me go over to his page on the Bloody Stream. Com. Com. Find the out what other episodes and the mummy on. to polar opposites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the which means they have too. a very round education. Right? <laughs> uh, besides that, thank you so much to John from Eyes of Astoria for intro and outro Dead Walk that is part of the same song. The intro is actually the beginning of the song, the outro is the end of the song, which makes me think that this oh right Brian you need to go to bed uh, that this the whole show is the middle and you thank you to Maddie for anyway. our Instagram <laughs> oh I might as well finish it wouldn't make any, I'm not oh I'm not God. I'm gonna waste your time and not make any sense that's just come on might as well finish I, I'm, I'm done see okay Ryan get us out of here you want to shout out our sister podcast John Time with Down and Emily that I do podcasts my siblings don't even fucking know how to do a podcast. You can find them on getdowny.com so, so get or on social medias at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BloodyStreamPod. And we will talk to you. Same bloody time, same bloody channel. Let's go to sleep! <laughs> <laughs>